Hi, what's going on? It's me, Slippery Jim Mate. Welcome to episode four of Extended Discussion. Uh, joined this time by Octavian and the usual two uh, negli- negligible. Oh man, how do you say words? Uh, Yosis and uh, Lighty and uh, me. And uh, let's get started. Dude, I can minimalize Discord and it stays active. Wow, that's an upgrade. I'm just blowing my own mind. The hey, future how's it is going? now. Yeah, just, well, last time I tried that, all the images froze. You have to pop it out. It, I didn't have to this time. It's going to stop working mm-hmm. randomly halfway through, but I'll be fine. That's Entering recline mode. Hell yeah. Do you know how long these things go for, Octavian? You might have signed up for something, you know. <laughs> uh, like three hours. Three oh, hours? No. That's what you've got? Okay, yeah, we can do that. We can We can cut it short. No, that's cutting it short. Okay. Five and a half or something? The last, I don't remember what else. Yeah, we started Ooh, at dang. three, and then it went four, and then it went five and a half. I did edit that's, that one from seven usually the progression. Yeah. Well, the original plan was to do a one-hour podcast, and then episode two, mm-hmm. I double it, and then episode three, I double that, and then we get, like, seven episodes in, and then we want to die. You have heard the parable of the dude asking for, like, doubled grain of rice on each square of the chessboard, right? Yeah, that's, like, the whole point. But the end of that parable is that there isn't enough rice in the world. Yeah. Two to the 64. It's a job that, like, creates itself, and then you have a retirement okay. plan built in. How much in. is two to the 64? Uh, yeah, that's a very big number. <laughs> 1.8 times 10 to the 19th. I mean, if we all could just double our money 25 times, no one would ever need money again, and inflation would be rampant. This is the the multi-level marketing scam where it's like, hey, you'll make money off this if you get five of your other friends in on the scheme, and you can only do that 13 times before you run out of people on the earth. Nothing wrong with that. What's it like uh, if you go back 12 generations in your family, there already has been more... Uh, like ancestors than there have ever been people on the planet or something like that what? something like that it's like 200 800 years in the past because it's just a whole bunch of incest and shit basically moral of the story we're all related into degrees that we'd probably be uncomfortable with if we knew especially anyone related to Lighty wow damn God, bring up the incest huh yeah, Lighty's family. My dark secrets. Full of incest. So, I'm going to start this, or I could just use the last 20 minutes, and it's fine, actually. It's only been three, or so. Be fine. Hey, it's a podcast. Uh, the only reason I but made it podcast. is because uh, no one invited me to any. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, it's more of like a just a chill discussion, like with, act- with like no context, uh, and I don't give anyone any sort of like notes about what we're going to be talking about, and it's just like um, awkward discussions and me derailing everything, and then Laddie being like, hey, have you seen this thing called Scourge? It's the reason we're supposed to be here. Yeah. So, with that started, hey, Laddie, what's, to- <laughs> what's your first talking point? First talking point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could just. What do you? What, oh, what's your document say? No, I I actually do have documents. I'm not going to bring those up. But oh. uh, yeah, I mean overall, if we're saying scourge first impressions, um, I would say there is realistically zero things 
in all of the Scourge patch notes, balance manifestos, one through three reveals, none of it really upsets me or offends me, which hasn't happened in, I would say, a very long time. Granted, the context of how close we are to the game, something will always irk us in some way, but the only nerf that I saw that really affected me from a solo cell phone perspective, since the aura stacking really didn't too much and the curse stacking didn't really too much, was just Forbidden Right Totems, which I thought was very rare that they do a, a tactful and targeted nerf that doesn't totally annihilate that whole archetype, because that often is the case. Examples including elemental proliferation in the past, they nerfed that, and instead of targeting Flame Blast, they just every prolif build died. So it's just nice to see that they nerfed something specific, being Forbidden Right Totems, and that build will probably not exist, but all their totem builds are basically fine, which is just refreshing. So have have they like nerfed something thing. previously? Like, isn't totems a major archetype? Like, wouldn't that be like a single bow skill, like a Voltaxic Rift build being overly broken, and to fix it, they destroy every single bow you, skill in you existence? Could, you could argue that when they nerf Val Spark and Val Fireball, every other Val skill got essentially well, hit. The, as a like the the equal comparison would be to destroy Val Spark, they destroy every spell in existence. Because isn't like totems sure. such a major archetype? Like I wouldn't. I'm not surprised <laughs> they didn't kill like, every I single mean, totem. Totems occupies is pretty small. I, I think you can even break it down into like attack totems versus spell totems. Sure. So you could say it's a relatively small niche of spell casting totems. Yeah, and, yeah, and to I, that I, to I that point, it's like pretty minimal. I would say the the span in which this affected the totem builds is borderline negligible. You could almost argue that the change to Totem builds not being able to use a quiver in your offhand is more impactful than the damage versus damage, like life life reduction versus damage thing that totems have gained. So in the past, this would be like pretty pretty big. They didn't destroy like other spell totem builds, but they also didn't destroy Torchoke step builds, which I really appreciated. I I get I already got a bunch of comments on my Torchoke step totem video, like. There was a huge buff, and I'm like, well, they reduced the totem life by 60%. It ends up being roughly equal. Did they do anything with the decoy totem alt quality? If we're going into the... If we're burrowing oh, yeah. into the, the littlest, littlest minutiae and rat holes here. Not that I saw, the, but I also did an alt F for decoy totem, so... Yeah. <laughs> I, anyone uh, read I think maybe one passions? person will be sad about that. Yeah. Decoy. I can't find anything. Show all spoilers. Um, that sounds pretty successful to me, though. If... You know, one person's upset. I think they've done patch notes overall correct. Um, yeah. Aside from, yeah, I really like, like you have first card. Uh, I really like that they switched to the format problem solution specifics that they do the breakdown of instead of just listing everything one by one and with no justification. Like Chris said, that was a huge improvement, yep. and I really look forward to seeing more. It's it's interesting like that they format like that because it's. For, for me, it's a, a little little of a double-edged sword. I like that to see their thought process for how they're going about it. Like, this is their view on what the problem is, and then this is their view on what the solution is to that problem. At times, it comes off as... Um, I don't want to say, like... A, no, like, it's kind of like cond- not say condescending or something, but, like, bold of you to assume the problems I'm having when it comes to this specific thing, because oftentimes the problems they describe I've never considered a problem for me. Um, not even because of like maybe a skill gap or time investment, just because I feel like this. There's ways around a lot of these things they list as problems. Well, but not everything in the patch notes has to be about you and your like 
shortcomings. Sure, but I mean, I, I, I'd be remiss to say that's not the lens in which I view life is not my own, you know? So it's like... Sure. <laughs> I, I imagine pretty much everybody here didn't have any problem with the complexity of Burning Arrow, for instance. No. Yeah. But GGG had enough players who were confused enough by how Burning Arrow works early on, since it's one of the first gems given, that they decided yep. it was worth changing. For sure. I think uh, overall, it's a it's like, you're just saying, it's a very good, like, way of just breaking it down, so it's, you know, someone who's more... I dare I say elite in Path of Exile, but like even like layman's can understand the process behind why they're going about this, you know, answer question type situation. Seems like pretty on the money. Some of them seemed a little like, I don't know. Hit. I, I mean, like the Burning Arrow ones a bit. That's like the ones where it's like, okay, sure, man. Well, like, like you do that and then you like read Penance Brand out loud and then you tell me if spells make sense. I don't even mean that. I mean, like, there was just something that's like, uh, we needed um, monster. I was like, golems. Golems felt a bit squishy. Uh, uh, and then, like, what we're going to do about it? Give them more life. I'm like, yeah, you, maybe you could have just had that in one sentence instead of three, you know? But no, it's fine. I'm sure you can't have everything. It's, uh, yeah. it's a giant block of text. You're going to have it in yeah. one format or the other. There's no going through and paying someone, you know, 10 hours worth of work to format it to make it look pretty. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have redundant explanations than no explanations. That's if that's If those are the two options we have. Yeah. I, I don't this... feel like there's stat adding words, you know? Like, it's not like it's a college essay you're handing <laughs> and you're like, I got to get to fucking 5,000 word count. I think they're just like over explaining, which like Octavian's saying is, if I'd rather that than explaining. If our complaint about the league is that the patch notes were formatted incorrectly, like, well, that's a, that's a victory, this, is a, yeah. this is an awesome league. Although the one thing I did want to bring up was people complaining about sacred orbs or like the fact that all it is, is items like they all get buffed, right? More or less the defenses. It's not a negative, right? Like it's yeah, baselines. The, the baselines are yeah. Changing. Zero is the baseline. I had a huge rant about this prepared, it's, but it, it's, you know, it's a positive rant. Yeah. Uh, so my initial reaction to seeing it was, oh, you know, you're just adding another quality, another currency. It's more tedium, right? But uh, that was because I thought that the original approach was intended to just uh, increase heterogeneity in drops, which uh, from from that perspective, I was thinking like, you know, currently there's no difference between two glorious plates and that's, it's not really that impactful to make two glorious plates very slightly different from each other i was thinking in terms of like oh uh a glorious plate and a majestic plate the only difference between the two is that glorious plate has more armor and so yeah. for if effectively only one base exists and it's the strongest base for each type so adding randomized base defense values doesn't fix that problem but uh, when they started talking about how, oh, the sacred orb is supposed to be really, really rare, I was like, oh, that wasn't the intention. The intention was not to increase heterogeneity so much. It was more, um, so, like, when you're going through a map and you get a billion base items on the ground, there's basically a 0% chance that any of them are going to be valuable to pick up, right? So, with this change, uh, if, if it goes up to, what, 15%? So, like, 1 in 15 of them is going to be maximum base value. And so, essentially, that means uh, when you're going through the map and you get what used to be a whole bunch of completely useless loot, now there's like a 1 in 15 chance that one of them is valuable. So, effectively, the change uh, boils down to when you're going through maps, you are now more likely to find a valuable drop. 
I, I mean, that's definitely valid. I, I think overall, any sort of malice towards the change is perplexing, but at, at the very worst, it's just really shouldn't affect you too much if you're like just playing the game. I can't even imagine it's really just the, the impact yeah. is quite minor outside of a trade setting. But the one thing I find very, very funny um, is just like Path of Exile has been out for what, eight and a, eight and a half years, give or take, right? From its original conception. And I haven't really heard, I've been playing the entire time, some, some of you probably have also, haven't really heard any mention of this being introduced into the game at all. And then two weeks after D2R comes out, they add variable defense, which is a mechanic in D2R. That seems like, is, it, is it someone just been playing D2R and mean like, we should add this? That seems a bit like coincidental to me. I mean, have you seen Battle Royale games? Someone discovers a new amazing game mechanic and everyone's like, that's just free real estate. That's mine now. I mean, yeah, but it's also existed in EverQuest since, you know, 20 years ago. So it's just like funny timing kind of like in the wake of yeah it is funny timing i don't think they forgot about that for however long it's existed in diablo (laughs) i think it definitely was like we should probably release this now because this just happened but yeah i mean impact again is quite minor of a sacred orb overall it it might add some value for your trade league player if you find something that's like this is now i got a perfect astral this is gonna this has like some value past just base item so that's cool. Past that, it's just like a level of mid-maxing, I would assume. I just and, meant, uh, like, there's been nothing going on about people complaining or anything, and we get something that is literally only a buff. Even if they were common as fuck. Hey, we know you like you like buffs. Here is something that takes every base item, every base armor in the game, and only buffs it in an RNG way. There's no nerfs here. And then Reddit's in flames. Like, what happened? Like, it's only a buff. Uh, I have some insight into the psychology here. Go ahead. Uh, So, first of all, there was the element of the original post erroneously said that the value couldn't be modified. And then they introduced the Sacred Orb, which directly contradicted that like a day or two later. Mm. So, some people were like, oh, this means that uh, specific implications into the crafting market where bases are incredibly valuable. And then it's like, oh, you can just re-roll everything and that change so that's one aspect of it i think uh there is a little tiny bit of reasonable objection with that argument but uh a lot of what happened i think is you you can know that logically something is 100 percent a buff and there's no downside for you whatsoever but i think just people don't like uh stuff being gated by rng even if it's completely a buff so like you what can have an playing? emotional reaction that is negative to something that is 100% a positive to you just because you don't like how it feels. Hmm. It, it's it's an emotional argument rather than a rational one. And I don't say that to necessarily put it down because, you know, you're playing a video game for fun. You're trying to get an emotional connection out of it in some way. So when you drop that, uh, I don't know, Calm's Heart or Shavs or more more to the point when you drop like the boss uniques. What's a boss armor that people use? Brastome. Brastome, sure. Well, base when, game you drop, still. <laughs> when you drop when you drop the Brastome after you've been farming for it for a while or whatever else, and it drops with like two percent quality. That I mean it's still a Brastome. If you were planning around building around it, it still enables your builds. You can still use it, but it like feels bad and and the existence of the system causes it to feel bad. If the system wasn't there, it, you wouldn't feel anything because you wouldn't know what yep. you were missing out on. Um, I agree personally, with that. personally, I don't really think it's a huge deal either way. But I, I just to play devil's advocate, I think that's where the sentiment is coming from. 
For sure. It's like another opportunity to be slightly disappointed, which is just... I'm going to be a so little bit sad when I get a really shit, really rolled crown of I mean, thorns. It's, I feel like the same people who feel like that are going to feel like that no matter what. I, I almost feel like, just to peel back the onion one more layer, it's like, it's just because it's two mo- two weeks before league launch, it's like, oh, it's time to complain again. That's kind of how I feel, like a lot of people are when it comes to almost... I mean, you can probably dig deep on most every GG post, especially because they're doing, like, spoilerly, like, reveals type now, especially for new mechanics. I'm sure there's some subsection of players who are complaining the subsection maybe just caught traction when others didn't. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of merit to that as well. Like, you're coming off of 3.15, which was one of the most controversial and unloved releases that GGG has had in, I don't know, five-plus years. And, like, if you think about the context of when people were talking about the Sacred Orbs, we didn't know anything about guilds, we didn't know anything about the Scourge League mechanic, we didn't know anything about stacked currency, you know, all this stuff that people really want and have been asking for for a while that probably would have gotten an incredibly positive reaction. Like, if they had just changed the order and they had revealed, hey, we're making smaller currency stack first, and then in the bigger announcement they revealed Sacred Orbs as, like, this little afterthought, I doubt anyone would even freaking talk about them. Yeah. Maybe not that. Okay, that's a little extreme. I doubt people would care nearly as much. Oh, yeah. If, if Sacred Orb was revealed in the patch notes with, yeah. like, everything else, it would be a blip. But that was the only news we had to go on for that day. Yeah, it's like, here's something one incredi- incredibly trivial in GGG's eyes. It's like, they go, who cares? It's a teaser. And then it just blows up in yep. their face. It's like, well, we gain everything for telling them what it is and how it works. And then they do that breakdown post and they stop complaining. Whereas they could have just left it in the patch notes. They could have just left everything on fire for two weeks and then had it as a single line in the patch notes. It's just something so trivial trivial that gets people upset. And then it's on fire for a week and then we get like a... I mean, it's great that... I, I don't finish sentences. It's great that GGG have the communication skills. You know, most companies would rather see the world on fire than explain their actions because then they're liable to their own words, if that makes sense. So, like... I like it either way. If there's a clusterfuck that happens because of a misunderstanding in text and then it takes a week for them to just put out a little document saying, you're all idiots, here's why, also the currency's rare as fuck and it's not going to break your wrists, then it's fine, you know? I don't know. I like seeing the world both on fire and fixed because it's like I experienced something when in fact I didn't. I've just been sitting here looking at Reddit. He just wants to feel, you know? Yeah, it's any type of feeling's a good feeling. I let the matches burn down just so I can feel pain. No, yeah, exactly. Poor Fuck Jimothy. It. If I can't play the game, I play the Reddits. That's, seems good, man. I, I, I mean, I think you hit on a fundamental reason for this right there. A lot of people yeah. were playing Reddit and that was the content of Reddit for the day. Yeah, it it honestly blows my mind how many people just from, like, when I'm streaming, how many people are in chat. I always ask, like, who's playing Path now? And it's, like, maybe 5 to 10% of the players watching. Like, people, I don't call them players. People watching them and players are not playing. But, like, you know, most times they'll play for two weeks and then it's, like, that's their time in the league. And then after that, it's just, like, I'd rather just vicariously watch. And, of course, that's a thing for, example, you know, maybe to my specific audience. But I think it also kind of mirrors to, to Reddit to a degree where it's, like, a large chunk of the player base, I feel like, has their first couple weeks or month of play, and then after that, it's kind of like, well, I gotta experience Path somehow, I might as well experience it on a forum, like, effectively. I mean, not everyone has all this free time in the world to do what they want as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got a full-time job, and I'm gonna watch vicariously through someone else because I can't put the effort in to get to that point of content myself, especially this league with all those endgame changes. Hey, segue! Yep. 
I mean, I, just, I mean, <laughs> sure. I just want to segue to something. I mean, if you want, that's uh, I had a point, but no one cares husband. about it. Go so, for it. Yeah, What's your point? No, I want to know. Care. We've got all the time in the okay. world. Tell okay. me. Okay, so uh, I have to hand it to GGG uh, for how they're handling PR on the Reddit in one specific aspect. Uh, so th- there's a sentiment that I've seen in the comment sections on some posts, like, oh, GGG isn't going to respond to this. They don't care. What I have to say is... Um, uh, from a PR perspective, they know when to post something and when to respond. So they can, you know, they post all these teasers. Most of them are pretty good. And then this one doesn't land. People don't like it. And so there's not a single staff comment in that comment section, right? Because at some point they understand from a PR perspective, responding in a toxic comment section just makes everything worse. So uh, the only time that they ever respond to stuff is when Chris Wilson posts like a big post by himself. And historically, I'm pretty sure those have always landed really well, like completely explains everything and everyone is satisfied. So they usually never fuel the fire and they're pretty good at putting them out in certain circumstances where that's possible. To, to piggyback on that, they also tend to go quite in depth a week before launch regarding mechanical questions. Case in point, the energy blade, they released this, they will be releasing soon. Uh, a lot of mechanical questions regarding that. And I saw, I don't know who, which, which mod it was or which dev, whatever. They were pretty much going back and forth with a variety of people for like an extended period of time, going through the minutia of how it should work because it's there's some convolution with the skill wording. So yeah, that's really they definitely appreciated are as well. Going hard on the uh, you know whatever. And I'm on on a slightly tangential note. I'm very impressed with how um unique i guess is the word i'm reaching for how unique the skills that they're releasing this league are like none of them except maybe poisonous concoction to some degree feel like rehashes of previous concepts like the 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 link thing is obviously it's whole this whole new archetype of skills and then energy blade does weird nonsense that as you said took a dev like five responses to properly explain the tornado is like you could have just gone the route of spamming tornadoes like spark but no they decided to make tornado like a or utility skill that you shoot things into and it deals damage to enemies. Like it's such a I love it. weird concept, but it's very cool. It even extends to the heavily to the uniques they introduced that are like I'm a big proponent of the of like I mean unique collecting is the thing I do and I often have to talk about it. So the one thing I'm always harp on is to me, I don't care if unique is useful when it's released or even in the next two years, as long as its function is unique. It has to do something that nothing else does, at least for that like point in time. So all the uniques they've pretty much introduced um, are extremely unique. Albeit, I think most of them, bar, like bar like a certain belt, aren't really too good. But I think that the ones that are at least released that are like they do what they do, nothing else can do that. That's like fantastic design from my perspective. Aces you, prison. You saw the shield yeah. or whatever, right? The yeah, one that just came out. Or which yeah. One? I saw that one yet. It's pretty. It's uh, very good. It's very very good. Mm. Let's see. Allows you to wield a one-handed weapon and a shield as if they were a six-link. People have been asking for that for years. It's great. I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, non-ex. I don't like that. I mean, I understand the use of the, the adding the tag exceptional gems for the the three big boys, but the second I see non-exceptional gems, it makes me a little bit sad. Yeah, it's, but you just put your exceptional little... ones in your. Your primary. Yeah, it makes me exactly. feel bad for the other gems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are neither awakened, awakened, alternate, or exceptional. 
You are normal. normal. That's okay, though. So it's, just, it's just effectively a second six link. Am I, unless I'm misunderstanding. It's you. really powerful with certain uniques that couldn't get those links, like Arakali's Fang or Poet's Pen. Yeah. It, it's Arakali's kind of Fang, gross with even Poet's more Pen. so with that the one, new, um, that one new ultimatum club. unique. Yeah, the oh, oh, Relic the, of the Pact. That's yeah. what it's called. I'm going to be Googling be so insane with will that. Actually, one shot you now. Mjolnir. I wonder, I wonder if it supports. So it says support skills from your main hand. I wonder if it only supports gems that are socketed in the main hand or if the main Bitter hand Blossom. grants a skill. <laughs> Bitter Blossom 10 Link. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that sounds like fun. I don't know. I think this is an excellent design for a unique and and one of the more powerful ones they've they've teased. Like this, it's not up there with the belt because it's not as like universally good. But for the niche builds that it fits into, it is like enabling. It's crazy strong. I don't think it works the way we're saying it works. I don't. Not that I don't trust it, but off. So there's there has been cases where things don't work the way we want them to work. And this this enabling is sixth thing for your main hand for things like Arakali's Fang specifically. Especially in lieu Bitter of that dream new, viable that new yeah. glove, it seems Arakali's Fang too strong. I could see how it wouldn't work with Arakali's Fang because it's not the skill for Arakali's Fang it doesn't exist socketed in your that. main hand. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, even if it just works with like Poet's Pen, that's an incredibly powerful use case in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's where I'm kind of reeling back because it almost seems at first glance too powerful, and I tend to not trust things that are too strong. They don't tend to survive very long. <laughs> But, you know, we've had Hateforge, so who knows? I would imagine it's not particularly common. <laughs> if it is, it's going to, like, define the meta to Did some they degree. Say they're, like, they're I'm very nervous about how common Stasis Prison is. No. I can't imagine that, that, rare. that unique is so good. I, I no. have already theorycrafted builds that use that as the only required unique. I it's a very even, unique. I, I, so believe I feel like it'll be, like, stuff. Doppelgangers guys rare. Like not crazy, right? It's only one in fifty off Maven, right? Or one in a hundred? Yeah, but still, that's an endgame boss drop and the rarest one of the endgame boss drops. Sure. Quite my rare and your rare. It's intended to be used with a specific skill, so that suggests that it should be more common. I'm curious how rare Mage Blood's going to be. They said they were making six uniques, right? And they've yep. shown off six, right? Th- they said That's... three from base game, and was it three from league, or was it three from end game content? Three from Scourge and three from base game, I believe. So, or, sorry, three, three, three non-Scourge like and three Scourge. Item. Yeah. So we know Mostly that because the it amulet, only shows up when you press the Scourge button. The amulet from Blight, the the other amulet from Breach. Breach. Yeah. We've, there's four uniques they've shown us aside from those two. So which one of the four that they've shown us is from an endgame content instead of the League mechanic? Well, we know sense? it's not Mage Blood because Mage Blood, they already said it was going as a core item. Yeah. Squire so, looks like a core item as well. So it's the... Yeah, and then the gloves and then... Yeah, and uh, the body uh, well. else is there. The yeah, body so was probably... probably prison. Then. It's probably Scourge, yeah. Uh, I I really hope it's available from now and forwards because it is the holy grail of cast and damage taken. You just gotta run maps yeah. that say they guarantee a Scourge boss and also say they Scourge monsters deal 120% more damage. It sucks That's that you fun. can't trigger the uh, temporal thing, though. The uh, Yeah, it, it doesn't matter because the, the 100% uh, life recoup, recoup yeah. is insane. 
it means that you can basically run any cast and damage taken setup and not have to worry about the extremely specific way that you don't kill yourself. What I did see, I did think of you, to be fair. What are we talking uh-huh. about? I'm confused. <laughs> St- Stasis has uh, the damage. Yeah, 100% of the damage that you take is recouped over four seconds back mm-hmm. as life. So you could theoretically, as long as you don't actually take enough to kill yourself, you could take an infinite amount of damage and it would heal all of it back without yeah. any other investment. Well, that's Granted, with, it, it uh, takes four uh, seconds. What if yeah, it takes four seconds. Yeah. So what I, what I have theorycrafted so far is um, this is the holy grail of cast and damage taken is you're triggering a level 20 cast and damage taken exactly on cooldown, right? Like, without any specific circumstances as to the environment or mobs near you or what you're casting at the time, like temporary buffs. So if you could just, in isolation, trigger level 20 cast and damage taken every 0.264 seconds on cooldown, that's the holy grail of cast and damage taken. And that's possible with this item because you can get Forbidden Right to do exactly enough damage to you to trigger cast and damage taken and the cast speed to exactly 0.264 seconds and then just use Stasis Prison to heal all of that damage back 100%. And you could even... They said they're adding some damage recoup to the passive tree, so you could even get above 100%, so it would heal you. And Forbidden Right does chaos damage to you, so you wouldn't be destroying your energy shield like every single other self-damage mechanic does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it's, just, it's so now. good for what I'm trying to do. It's perfect. You wouldn't happen to know whether recoup counts as life recovery. I'd imagine it does, uh, It right? does it, for the purposes does, yeah. of life recovery rate. Yep. Okay, then... That, yeah, yeah, so I get life recovery rate, too. <laughs> What's that amulet that gives you um, elemental damage healed or recouped? Gluttony? The uh, Blood of Corruption? Yeah. Or which one? Yeah. Do you need Val skills you. to use that? Yeah, it's a Val skill. It is, it is a skill, yeah. But there's also Graven's Belt. The blue Maven Belt gives you absorption charges, which recoup Yeah, that one damage. I was very disappointed in because it specifically yeah. said uh, elemental damage recovers your energy shield, and it replaces power charges. So every single self-damage mechanic cannot make use of that belt. Yeah. I'm sorry, the, you the need world is either not built around you and your machinations. <laughs> yeah, you need either over 50% physical taken as elemental, or you need to be able to get power charges, which you can't with that belt. Hmm... I'm just doing a lot of reading. Well, I'll bring something up then. Uh, the thing that is in the entirety of the Scourge patch notes reveal that gave me the biggest reaction without question, especially not just for the context of me collecting uniques, but also just for the potential usage in League now, was the removal and change of Forbidden Shaco, which for me is beyond massive. And just to clarify for anyone watching, Replica Forbidden Shaco uh, was locked behind replicas and, and heist. Regular Forbidden Shakos from Oshabi. They've effectively removed Replica from the game and made the regular one from Oshabi the exact same one as Replica. So what's going to have the 5 to 10 and then 25 to 35 support gem, I believe? Um, which is like bananas for the potential of different builds, not just like the obvious ones being things like Ice Bite for scaling, but also there's a ton of meme things you could do, like Decay or Infernal Legion. A lot of these things, once you get them to level 35 start to get a bit ridiculous. Like, Infernal Legion does almost 6,000 flat dot damage at level 35. The potential of that... Big one. Oh, Ice Bite's huge, yeah. And then there's Decay, even Spell Totem, which was previously used in Forbidden Right, you could do it. So, that's like 
that being in the game, I think is and potentially more accessible, especially given the shift to the atlas. Is like so just so sexy because there's so I, many cool things you could do. I hope that Oshabi, like we get compensation in Oshabi being a little more common. I doubt, doubt we will, but I hope yeah. I can. I can cling to hope every single league. I can keep chugging my hopium. Um, it's it's like a bit atrocious for spawn rate. Oh, it's uh, so awful! And especially the replica forbidden Shaco was the probably least common replica unique, other than I guess uh, replica bated breath. Um, a, a single non-divined one was like forty x last time I checked. There, there's the third. The third uh, Lightless is more rare. Ah, that makes sense. They're really close. I mean, it it goes Bated Breath, Shroud, Shaco. I think it's Headhunter, and then Cortex. Yeah, double check, but yeah, I'm pretty sure those are the the rates. But Hmm. yeah, it's 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 fucked. It's rare. It was super rare. Like you could have. I mean, I ran. I've run over a thousand replicas, and I've never seen one. So it's it's quite rare. But now hopefully it's more common. (laughs) Yeah, putting it on Oshavi. I mean, at least in Harvest League, I got to fight Oshavi, so I did actually get a Forbidden Shaco as a drop. So this is a drop that is potentially accessible to someone who does not play like 12 hours a day. Granted, I'm curious now because previously her drop rates were pretty much all even keel as far as what she dropped. There's four different items. Staff, the Claw, the Gloves, and then Shaco. And not to say the other ones aren't good, but they're kind of dog shit in comparison, um, even more so mm-hmm. now. So I hope that they didn't just, like, sneakily, after change, make the drop rate of Shaco, like, 1%, you know, because of that. I, I think considering they said uh, the Sacred Blossom boss fight doesn't have a sufficiently valuable, unique reward, and so this is intended to be the reward. Although they did, it did say that it was intended to be the valuable reward originally so maybe they didn't change yeah. it but i think it's possible that they're going to make it rarer yeah so that means it's now like a one percent chance and a one percent chance to get it i guess like layered just, yeah. just trying to have a boss fight your right? four boss get blossoms it's, get shaco it's a cool hat though it's a cool hat it's a good, nice. a good quote for the podcast from octavian it's a cool hat, <laughs> it's a cool hat. <laughs> after all that discussion it's a cool hat Rage support's pretty good too. Lots. Oh yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot. Rage, yeah, a lot of things you can go through. I mean, even just like the added damage from just added gems. You know, the list kind of just goes on. Is very rarely is it better than just you know the alternative of having like a, a dope six link that has like double corruption and stuff. But the things that it it can do well, it does very well. Level thirty five uh, chance to flee. I hit I hit that with blind Dude. when I was divining wow. it once and I kept it no one will ever it was so bad. humanoid no, I'd, stop you. I'd use that. You don't know Jim how would good use it. blind and flee? Holy shit, you don't know how good that is for like low Almost key bring your brain. stuff. Dude, I'm gonna make a blind build specifically for fishing. It's uh it's fucking amazing. Do you still have that? What? The he fucking, wants it in standard. The, the flea blind shaker. That's so Oh, uh maybe. I Damn. I can check. I do not remember. Actually, Shakos and Standard have a uh, you know times thirty in price after the, five minutes after that came out. Everyone's trying to buy them up and divide, like you know, hoard them because they're going to be so valuable. A shabby fight was sealable, right? Now it is. Yeah, it's, it's, a just, it's, it's just the, yeah. the blossom now, thing. Lo- was it Lost League? Like you could buy it. You could buy the fight. I yeah. think lastly, yeah. rep- I, uh, I checked Ponyanger. I couldn't find how much they were. Like I mean, well, just, the, the, the price is artificial because the challenge is the problem. That's yeah, right. Like just because of the challenge, the price goes like to 10, 15 exalted, which is unfort, you know, because again, it's mm. kind of like 
previously had shit tier loot in the bosses. Oh man, fairly easy. There's gonna be challenges for all the new endgame content, isn't there? Ah, tends to be. It's okay, it's I, better. I mean, yeah. And they're gonna be conditional. <laughs> do you think better than the make, past, though? Do you think they're gonna make challenges for like Wave Thirty Simulacrum? I think they'll Hope do so. like here's all the new endgame things complete too. And you know, mm. okay, yeah, they might do that. That would which, be more which reasonable. Is like 10, than but yeah, wow. If everyone had to do the very last wave of simulacrum, which is intended to be like, they're not even sure if people can do it. Oh, I, every time they say that, it's always done day three, though. Yeah, someone always every, does any, it, any content yeah. in the game. Uh, it's like, I, I will, I will PayPal you five bucks if fucking wave thirty simulacrum is done on day three of next league, not in standard, oh. like in league. Well, if three we take off the last caveat, then yes. <laughs> yeah, no. Three, in three standard, days in standard will be day one. In league, standard, I imagine imagine it's the end of week one, I bet you. Standard, you can I would have be like cars. Yeah. Hey, man, I'll sign up for a free because five bucks. PayPal goes pretty far in trade league. <laughs> Grabbing <laughs> your mom's credit card goes pretty far in trade league. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, it's. I look. I look forward to seeing what conditional challenges there are, especially for the Uber content. But I honestly, there used to be a time. To sound like an old man in Path of Exile, where the challenges were atrocious, like to the point where it's one of them was ID a hundred uniques, and the whole market collapsed. So there was, I remember know, that one. That was so stupid. Like the pr- price of things like Allure it. went like fifteen exalted. So. End the league with an Aziri's disfavor in your stash. Yeah. What? It was. It was. Uh, <laughs> challenges were fucked. So before, so. Aziri's disfavor was like four <laughs> mirrors that league or something. Yep. Yeah, I didn't start playing till Warbands. And I didn't pay attention to challenges oh, was, until like Harbinger. It was okay. So yeah, it was it was between then. I think it was Legacy or the League before, maybe the League before it or something. But it was like there was some strange conditionals. Like it was like specifically ID all these uniques, and then it was like end the league with this or get like five characters to level eighty like on the same day. It was just weird shit. They were started adding, which I li- <laughs> I like the experimental phases, you know, of GGG's uh, random tamperings. But it was, Bring it was back funny. Dark shrines. I missed the RNG League. Oh, Dark Shrine? Yeah. Every league's an RNG League. It's Path of Exile. Yeah, but I want, like, you know, Synthesis, if it didn't get data mined, would have been so fucking good. I mean, so fucking um, shit, but so fucking, that's like, the advent of playable. just games in general. Once things are solved, yeah. they're solved. It's like, that's why WoW Classic was solved in a week versus five years, like, previously. I mean, yeah. just, I just when you have information. The, uh, the gameplay loop of throw loot in grinder instead of throw loot in vendor and get currency and then grind. Yeah. I mean, Scourge is kind of doing that. You throw loot yeah, into the, the giant in rusty hole in your <laughs> Rusty hole is awesome. excellent. It makes no sense like RuneScape, like carrying 28 sharks in your backpack. Oh yeah, take this tiny thing and put it in you. Okay, cool. Now take this giant disfavor and cram that into your chest <laughs> and now kill a bunch of shit to corrupt it. I mean, yeah, it makes it's cool as a like a game mechanic, but make it's not real. Where's more realism? I, mean, I loved putting that in the trailer. They're like, here's this sketchy NPC appears in front of you, holds yeah. out this machine, and says, "Implant this Without into your question. skin," and you're like, "Okay." I mean, if we start thinking about the logistics of Path, it's a slippery slope. I, I like to imagine that in universe, the NPC didn't even get like halfway through their explanation before our carriages grabbed it and ch- chunked it into our chest. Ooh, a new and thing. Like, Hi, I'm from another universe. Oh, oh, okay. You're very... We just got off of a slave ship about... We were about... To, the character was about to be hung. We hopped off the slave boat. Now we're on the... You know, we just killed a man named Hillock. 
And then we walk two feet. You know, we see crabs, and then, like, this guy's like, put this inside of you, and you're like, okay. There's a, there's a parallel universe where an exile grabs it, runs back to town, and starts trying to trade it in different combinations <laughs> to vendors to try and unlock secret <laughs> recipes. Like, what if I try and sell it with some yeah, with some You fusing? do actually, you get it as an item, don't you? Yeah, yeah. you can do something with it. It's a quest item. You could Drop definitely not use it if you wanted. <laughs> That's what he said, if you want to just ignore it. Trade Which is Keep it strange. in inventory the entire league. Did you know that in Expedition League, in, I think it's the third expedition that you encounter, um, Gwenin will shout at you to use an explosive on a remnant, and if you never do that, she shouts at you to do it every single time you place an explosive oh. that's not on a remnant. It's great. Yeah. I hope there's another thing like that. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. uh, I, I liked the uh, the League where it, if you didn't talk to Ashabi ever then it yep. would show in your quest log when you were in a map that had a harvest in it. Apples and metamorphosis. So you could enter a map and it would show yeah. on the quest on the side whether or not there was a harvest in the map. For simulacrum during delirium, if you if you, you could trigger at the same time through three different conditional methods the strange voice and they'll just all overlap. Mm. So you just you just hear three different dialogues playing at the it's just like which kind of is very thematic. It causes just a cacophony of madness in your headphones, just hearing the same dialogues tripled. But it's like being in yeah, chat during leaks. Oh, fun fun triggerables. Spicy, spicy flavor. Something actually. Um, one of the speaking of delirium, they just uh, removed a pretty key part of delirium from the echoes. I mean, the echoes change was I would. I would say almost largely intended just to simplify the progression to Cirrus and to the endgame for newer players, making it from eight watchstones to four watchstones. But through that, we did lose some things and didn't, I mean, it was a double, double-edged sword, the fact that we lost effectively 40 points and then more spread, spread access to different nodes. But since things are in the same zone, we have like more potent things. Um, but one of the things that was lost was Delirium maps don't drop anymore. Delirious, which is... Kind of sad because a lot of people really enjoy just chaining delirium maps. But that to was like degrees. the offhand comment they, of them making them more common or something, right? The orbs, yeah. But, but that's you know, kind of point like, one to a point two doesn't really like compared to the prior. Yeah, uh, for me, delirium orbs were always pick this up. It's ten C. Never ever use them. Now they'll yeah. be more common. Maybe I'll consider oh. using them. You won't though. It's the hoarder mentality of oh cool, I've got this really cool consumable. Well, I didn't use them here. previously because I thought. My character isn't powerful enough to do delirious maps, so it would be better to sell them to someone who can do delirious maps. Such faith. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just didn't run them because I don't like it when my whole screen turns gray. Um, yeah, it's depressing. It, it do you like this? Uh, do you like this leak yeah. mechanic then, where the whole screen turns I, gray, but there's I a little do. red line in it, so you can no, see. No, the whole screen turns red, and that's better. Mm. Yeah, I, I, agree. I will die on this hill. Tell that to colorblind people. To dogs, it all looks the same. Okay. I'm sure, not calling I mean, colorblind people dogs. I'm just saying, like, a <laughs> dog see in black and white. And so, like, same thing. Wow. Yeah. Dogs I'm have just... two color cones, right? So they see some color. It's not entirely black and white, but I'm not sure if they see red. Well, they see in, like, heterochromia or black. Don't tell me how many cones It might have. as well be grayscale if there's only two. They don't wow. know any difference. See, look. I can ask him. Betty loves the league. Hey, what colors do you see? <laughs> As if he could give a meaningful answer, even if he could speak. Give him, like, 150 of those buttons they press to no English words. He's oh, still going to see the colors. 
<laughs> but he could he could convey the colors to us. But even even if he could say like I see this color, we have no frame of reference for, for what, what his green him, looks like yeah. versus how we see green. That's the misconception with colorblindness. This is very on topic. Yes. <laughs> There's no I topic. wanted to talk about color theory more, but yeah, let's talk about Path of Exile. I mean, you can talk about what you want. I was going to bring up um, how they like chain, how, how they made all these end grain, fucking end game additions, right? Like all these, all this new content, all this uh, previous expansions now expanded further kind of thing. And they only, like on their uh, Scourge page, they only like brought it up in like one section, whereas expedition they're like hey here's all this quality of life end game changes it's going to be 80 percent of what we talk about and then when the league actually hit people were like ah oh, cool whereas this time it's like hey here's a casual mention of something that might have more of an impact you know what i mean does that make sense like i understand a thing you just had to be honest they okay. did hype up like they hyped the they shit were talking out of the about changes. this previously they're like we're gonna change how the end game works next league so be patient I don't know. It's next league like, being next league or next league being this league? This league. This league, yeah. Previous okay. league, which is still cu- currently going on uh, for like one or two more days, I think. Uh, they were like, oh, yeah, I know you you have problems with, oh, it takes too many watchstones. There's too many maps. It takes too long to get to the end game. Yes, we're addressing that next league. And that's this league. I just mean like in Expedition, hey, here's all these quality of life changes. We're going to change a whole bunch of leagues. There was a lot of stuff, and I'm sure, like, uh, a couple of the things were impactful to me, but most of it wasn't because I was ignoring that content because I didn't like it. But now with these changes, it's, hey, all this previous content, we're, reach- we're like, changing Delve, we're introducing new stuff because you're bored with Blight, here's some new Heart of Blight. It's actually, like, impacting me more, but there's less of it, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? I don't think we just know yet. I don't. It's hard to say. Until yeah. we know the accessibility to the content. I hey, mean, overall, that's the most point of these changes, from my perspective, just sounds like they're just adding a zero to things, which I don't always particularly like unless there's new things locked behind them, which only is the case, I believe, for Blight, because it sounds like the Breach thing can drop off of any Breach stone, the amulet, unless I misheard that. And uh, I think it might say in the reveal... Yeah, the, uh, I know it's yeah. not just on the tall. It's just it. Yeah, it it's any of the breach lords at the highest tier, obviously. So, yeah. Like, so, okay. So that that's at least locked behind newer content, and then Legion. I don't think has anything new unless they've haven't we haven't had placed it yet. But unrelenting games. You mean like no new mechanics because no, they got the, like not, no new unique drops. No, not nothing new. It's just more like you're, instead of getting one exalt, you get two exalts. Of oh yeah, the, the reward. Yeah, I don't rewards. particularly ever really care about that because it's arguably the time it takes to access that content or even do the content. You might just you could just probably run ten more maps and make up the difference if there's nothing that's exclusive to that. Versus like doing a blight, I could just get something that has intrinsically like a value you know like this amulet only comes from here so this is where it's gonna be and this is why it's valuable versus or i now get one a, exalt, two exalts it could be a repeat of legion league where it's like oh this set is really profitable to run but only if you have a headhunter so everyone just sells the ones they yeah. have to the guy that has the headhunter granted i think the blight map specifically is a, a kind of tangential but i think they're going to be very easy because of the cunt you can have multiple oils on them which, if you've never done blight maps, mm-hmm. even if you've done a tier sixteen blight map with diff- like loot oils versus sixty percent reduced cost of tower oils, it like 
makes yep. child's play. And I think that's going to probably scale similarly to if you were to use three good oils and then six like damage boosting or tower reduction oils, you could probably go take a nap and come back and it'll be just done for you. Um, All you do is three amber oils on a regular blighted map. You go in yeah. and you spend your, your entire time building scout towers, nothing else. Yeah, I mean, it's if you can, there's like also everyone's has like a hard on for scout towers, but there's about 90 combinations of towers that just make mm-hmm. it just to the point that make it like totally irrelevant. Scout towers, um, yeah. So. But if you want to turn your brain off, scout, 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 I was going to say some stupid bullshit, basically. I was just going to say that all I can think That's of. That's what this podcast is, is for. All I can think of is like dozens and dozens of scouts from TF2 standing threateningly oh, yeah. oh. in a line. Mm-hmm. A if you was from that would work. where I was from. <laughs> but they'll just walk up and kneecap you. That's it. That's all they do. No, that would work because it... Tangent. Uh, if, if you <laughs> yeah. had... All of your TF2 team be one character. Scout would probably be the one to go because Scout has debuffs, he has heals, he has damage, he has movement. I feel like that's very still hard countered by engineers. If you had five lobbies, all my public lobbies have taught me that you only go spy or sniper unless you're on defense, in which case you only go engineer. I feel like soldier's the highest skill cap though because of the rocket jumping. (laughs) Rocket jumping is really good. Uh, I've I've heard of sniper be called better spy. Yeah, yeah. Spy inherently, spy just, can kill people with one yeah. hit at melee range, and sniper yep. can kill people in one hit at any range. I'm sorry, the I only played medieval servers, so bow and arrow and stabbing people was all I did. Fucking yeah, charging, would be charging with a demo man. Fuck yeah! Oh yeah, medieval, very fun. Yeah, I mean, I this think that's a two uh, podcast now. Hey, yeah, it's yeah, an anything yeah. podcast. I never said it was Poe themed. <laughs> to come back full circle. The, the Blight Amulet, I almost I almost just made a video talking about it, because it, it's um, probably the thing I've spoken about with people in stream the most of anything related to Scourge, because everyone um, comes in and chat and like, Blight, have you seen the Blight Amulet? It's insane, to which I reply, um, it's a lot worse than you think when you think of how easy it is to craft a good rare amulet. Also, the context of the value per anoint is essentially gated behind two Aphexes, because you could... If you have three notables, you can also just have six Aphexes for a rare. So how, what's Consider the best? This. Was, yeah. Consider this. So most of my builds sprawl all the way across the tree because there are too many things that I have to get and they're too sure. far away from each other. So let's say yep. using this amulet saves me literally like 30 passive points. Then, yep. because the mod, the, the only explicit mod is that you can have multiple annoyance, right? There's speculation with some argument behind it that you can vol it and brick it into a rare and it will keep yeah, the annoying. So that's, that's where I was getting. There's only, in my opinion, two uses for the amulet effectively. I think the use number one is, I, and I don't know for a fact if this works, although it should, would be accessing notables gated behind timeless jewels. I think that's the biggest mm. one because you can have effectively 160 crit on the amulet or you can have 200 and, or 360, 320 minion damage on the amulet. There's a couple things like that you can get. So that's a big one. I'm we're pretty sure if you allocate a notable with an anoint that is affected by a timeless jewel, it just gives you the the original notable, not the affected one. I've, I've, I've done it before. It actually does convert it. 
Yep. Oh, sweet. So if it does convert, yeah. the NSA amulet now has that. That's like the first layer of use. The second layer of use is what you're talking uh, talking about, which is retaining the enchantments, which comes back to the crown of the cryophile, which was people have done that, and they've enchanted multiple five helmets with the exact same enchants, vow them, brick them, and then combine them. You can get a uh, basically unaffected version that has it does retain the enchants. I mean, so it works the same way that the helmet insane. does. They want you to then scout. You're going to have a huge right? sink. I mean, people will be buying. It'll be the, the price could be insane for the people who are trying to make just one amulet that has the best four. Oh yeah, and that could, the amount average you take twenty five. Five rares. Twenty five <laughs> yeah. is the average. That so, that sounds like a that sounds like a standard currency level project to me. Standard mm-hmm. currency level is just trade level one week behind. People just need goals though, and so this is just another goal for another crazy person to do. And there's so the many problem, different builds that, and so many different. The problem is that this this goal though is mm-hmm. going to fuck over people who just want to play with the amulet, like juices. Yeah, I just so, want I just want to anoint three power charges or something. Well, if yeah, the people just that, want to play with the amulet, then they've literally got a goal of doing blight the entire league. Yeah, but I'm saying the amount if you had like. I think the, if people if if this does work the way we just discussed it does, I think the amount entering the game is going to be close to the amount exiting the game at the mm-hmm. rate of people so buying them. <laughs> yeah, and I just want to uh, give me just a sec. I'm going to go look up the teaser because I believe it said three additional anoints, which means yes, it gets four. four. You you have your base anoint plus the three, so it's four in total. Okay, yeah, but that's so also three something power like charges and a minimum power charge. <laughs> Outside of the pre- preview of what we're talking about, you, like for almost every build, you have to understand that like if it's any build that scales gem levels, a plus two amulet, unless this thing is saving you, like he's talking about, forty passive points, is just going to be better than like three annoyance for damage. There's just nothing that really comes close to that sort of thing. I'm just like if you had a plus two amulet for almost any build that requires gem- gems, and you could just mastercraft on another affix, that's going to be way more damage than like three random damaging annoyance, especially ones that you're probably going to be pathing here anyway. Even for like the charge argument, most builds that require three charges are no- near them, or like it's not that far out of the way to get the additional you three. Could... So this is not a very common build. It'd be very weird. Yeah. But you could do some memes with Slayer Discharge, where you path to get as many of the power charges as you can, and you use yep. the amulet to anoint frenzies, which then gives you endurances for sure. So there, there's like a couple of uses. Like that's one I've, we've discussed, but it's. The point. The point is, in in summation, it's yeah. a lot more niche than people might think. As far as I can just anoint three good things, and now this is good because most of the things you want to anoint, you probably want to path through anyway. So, like a lot of people are like, "Oh, you can anoint like sovereignty and charisma, and like I'll get all the ores." But yeah, but you're gonna want to path through them to grab the four percent reduction node. So it's kind of like a moot point for a lot of these things. Um, this, but it's like uh, the perfect unique though, as far as like being a unique item. I mean, it covers all the bases. I feel like. This doesn't quite work for the build that I did because it requires Badge of the Brotherhood. Remember where I did uh, 11 power yep. charges and then Slayer with Badge of the Brotherhood, so I had 11 of each charge. That's also like the, the, the opposition yeah. is that there are like really fucking good unique amulets like Badge or Pandemonious. Like, there are already things that exist that are probably just better than whatever the three things you're anointing. So yeah, that it's build gonna be was a only possible because I could anoint the extra power charge over on the right yep. side of the tree because it would have taken another 20 points to get there. And there was absolutely nothing over there that I wanted. I'm really curious what the, what the I mean, it won't affect me because, again, prices don't affect Soul Cellphone, but this could be a thing that is either going to be like kind of worthless or insanely expensive because they're going to be coming in and out so fast, which I'm really psyched to see what happens. I think what happens, they're going to end up changing it so that you can't have 
uh, five bricked rares with four anoints each and then vendor it and get an unbricked rare with four yep. anoints, that's and not going to the fly. Price- tanks <laughs> and that's okay mm-hmm. because they're more accessible and then people yeah. can get them yeah which i think should i mean I, i'm not a huge fan of the concept of chase uniques granted none of it affects me really but i don't I, I hate to see someone who wants to use unique basically has no chance of using it because of the price can be like previously for example badge of the brotherhood was like 60 exalted 80 I mean, the price gets insane mm-hmm. so I'm curious. I bought it for, for ten chaos in Blight League. Oh yeah, they were. And then it was absolutely nothing. Expensive. So it's be interesting seeing things like Mage Blood is a good example of. I don't think it's particularly build enabling outside of the pre- purview of like it offers you pretty much res cap instantly and like a hundred move speed. But I don't think it's like as necessary to be accessible. Like it's very very uh, bougie. Oh, yeah, it's very item. rare. They said it's almost ten hundred yeah. rare. I mean, it is. But it's it's rare interesting. Cards. Yeah, it's a really interesting way to make a unique that's basically just a whole bunch of good stats. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you know it's similar to something like a disfavor or a starforge back when those were at the pinnacle of their particular yep. class, where it's just like this is good item that have many stat. Except it's much more interesting than that because you can kind of customize it by swapping flasks yeah. in and out and crap like Most that. And it does have a drawback. Like people don't think it has a drawback. It has a it has a has a very large drawback, just not in the context of how good it is. Like the drawback meaning you only have one flask now, effectively. Most yeah, of you don't get to like use customizable though, aren't they? Yeah. Like that's the whole point. Is like, hey, here's a unique. Put a fucking socket in it. Attributes to your body armor. Hey, here's a unique. Put three of them in it. Changes. It's all like, hey, here's a whole. Hey, previous league, we want to make a, a league where everyone. It's like, hey, there's new builds. We've shaken up the meta. This one, they're actually like, hey, here's a whole bunch of shit that enables a whole bunch yep. of random shit. Have have fun. Yeah. You know, get a six league poet's pen yeah. in your build. Yeah, there's an inherent difference though. Like, of if you're saying the the downside of an item isn't necessarily or shouldn't necessarily be weighted in what you could run there more in what it is taking away from by using it. So what I mean by that is like badging badge of the brotherhood doesn't have anything negative really about it um, in the, in the scheme of what it does, but you could argue that it's worse because you could have a six tier one mirror rare, but like mage blood actually has something that's, I would say a considerable drawback for the normal play of the game, despite it being massively offset by what it offers. If that makes any sense. Sure. Unique yes. flasks of shit, though, anyway. Hey, well, taste of they're much really worse. Good. Taste is good. Dying Sun is, like, probably still top three flask, I would say, just because of what it offers. Can't be acquired elsewhere, really, on a flask. And there are certain skills for which it, like, triples their damage. Yeah. I mean, I think that the defensive aspects of it are by far the best. Like, just the fact that it could basically give you capped res. Well, it just actually, it'll give you over-capped res, even through the largest... Ellie weakness, and also if it does work with quality and kindling, all that stuff. I, I don't know if they've said it does yesterday, no. But if it does work with that, then it gives you forty percent less elemental damage taken. Mm-hmm. It's just it's pretty, pretty good. Degen, like it's. <laughs> I mean, far better than Headhunter in my in my opinion for yeah, almost every aspect. Is of the fun. Yeah, but it also gives you a hundred move speed. Like it's much more consistent <laughs> yeah, too. That, that's the big thing to me. That's why I would throw this on a build before a headhunter, like any oh, day of the week, because it it's good everywhere, all the time. You're not rolling the dice on getting a good rare aura, which admittedly you're not really rolling the dice if you have a map that's got a hundred percent quantity yep. and like thirty five pack size and double beyond and you know seven scarabs in it or whatever. I'm exaggerating slightly there. Um, 
So you're not really rolling the dice in that situation because there's so many rares that you've essentially loaded the dice. But if you just want to like Alk and go on maps and shit, like this is, it's always going to give you the good shit. It's always going to yep. be just have a Quicksilver all the time. Have a have Perma Onslaught if you want. It's basically a raider unbuilt. I mean, realistically, is what it is. It just makes you a raider yeah, on top. You of can get thing. you can get a ton of move speed phasing an onslaught all the time, and still have another yep. slot open to use. Yep, and like cap crit. <laughs> it's it's like I, I think you hit on the nail on the head where it comes to a lot of things in Path of Exile. I would always take like consistency for quality. As far as like, I'd rather I don't say I'd rather be like ninety nine. Whether like be not re- like not le avoidance cap and then be ninety nine percent is like kind of the same thing for me because once it occurs, it's like ruined the mood. Like, I, I just want to have immunities and effective like baselines for everything. So this belt like the, just uh, does that perfectly. The trickster node, for example, I hate that. I so would much, much rather have fifty percent less damage over time yeah. taken one hundred percent of the time instead of yeah. no damage over time taken. For five they, seconds every ten seconds. So they freaking, they learned this lesson too with Elementalist. They they implemented Elementalist's sort of like pendulum nature and this flip flopping yeah. back and forth between modes so well when they changed Elementalist a couple leagues back and made it so like it's you know it's AOE mode while you're clearing trash, but when you hit a rare unique, it goes into damage mode. You could yeah. do a similar thing with Trickster, where when you take start taking damage from damage over time then you're immune to it or have very high resistance to it for the next five there seconds. Is that and, and that's on cooldown for a little bit. Yeah. That could have just, like, been in Trickster. Yeah. Random feels bad. <laughs> it could have been, like, stronger and in Trickster, and that would have fit Trickster's identity, and it didn't... Like, I don't see why it had to be a keystone on the tree. If, if I yeah, have something I, really impactful that's on a timer, like, oh, I have it for four seconds every eight seconds or something, there yeah. needs to be something, like, very visually obvious about it so that I can, like, get into a rhythm of playing around it. Mm-hmm. And there could be. I mean, we don't know for a fact, but, like, it's I just... Know. Also, then you, have to, pay, like, the, you have to pay attention so much more, also, because you're now... You have the burden of, of being time-synced with your play, which is, like, I don't... Not that everyone wants to, like, not pay attention in Path, but, like, to a degree, I mean, I don't have to pay attention every five... Every off five seconds, because if I don't, like, RF kills me. You know, a trigger just, is so much better than a timer because you still do have to play around it to some degree. You have to be aware of the yeah. context you're in and go, oh, okay, I'm up against a boss now. This trigger is going to happen. You know, if it's something that you do actively want to play around, you do have to think about it somewhat. It, it gives you some measure of context rather than just randomly yo-yoing back and well, not randomly, I guess, but feels like randomly yeah. yo-yoing back and forth. <laughs> Rhythmic yo-yoing, Rhythmic, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Like if I'm if I'm fighting Shaper or something and the beam hits me and I'm taking zero damage at all, it's like, okay, now I know that the pendulum is swung that way. But <laughs> yeah. it's better if it's like I have some feedback as in uh, the beam hits me and I start taking very little damage over time. But I know because of because it's reactionary that if I stand in the beam for the whole time, it's going to kill me. It could have even given like, you an ability. Like what if it was trigger. like... What, what if it was like tricksters are immune to damage over time while affected by a guard skill? Then, yeah, then yeah, you that have would, some that control be, over it. Then you could hit steel yeah. skin and be good to go or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and if you wanted to keep it automated, you just put steel skin and left mouse. There oh, you left go. Click, yeah. Which I feel like they're going to remove, to be honest. I think they're gonna, I feel like they're going to remove a lot of left click. Because they, they did yeah. for the, the they did for the curse bot. They removed the left click from effigy, from Doji's effigy. Which That's to me just true. killed I it. Think, interesting. I think that was more of a targeted nerf towards curse bots than it is a, a sign of the... Because they had a dude... Um, I follow him on Twitter and he was complaining about how 
problematic it was to implement. I had a dude who I knew a dude who was uh, at GDG whose job it was over the course of a couple of weeks to make things work on left mouse. And apparently there were a lot of problems with that. A lot of skills didn't like working on left mouse for one random reason or another. And he tweeted about it like four or five times about how frustrating it was to get blood rage to work. (laughs) So if they put in that kind of time and development effort to make it function, it would be weird to see them yank it away a couple leagues later. Valid. Valid points all around. I can only imagine the, the spaghetti that prevents blood rage from working on left click like that's unfathomable to me yeah i was just thinking about it I'm like well it doesn't doesn't have a flag when it like, runs out but it does do they not have a very cohesive uh object oriented structure where each individual one has to be implemented differently or something well how frequently does you guys walking, would know a lot more about it than me how frequently does walking trigger like i mean i'm a software engineer but i don't work on games Ooh. And I'm a shit and I also programmer. Don't code in C++. I work I work playing games and I'm not a software engineer. Same same. I code I in if functions. That. I'm I'm no better than that fucking Yandere dev. Um yeah, no. I made some cool stuff in Minecraft with redstone. Oh cool. I did that as well. Like a smooth stone generator? Fuck yeah. Love that. There shit. was um, the server that I was playing on. The way that we would weed out people who were just joining to like blow stuff up and ruin builds and stuff is we had a maze at the front of it, and you had to actually solve it to get into the server. And most people who were just there to be dicks didn't want to put in the time and effort, so they left. And Amazing. one time, me and a friend on the server designed a maze that you could feed. It had a redstone piston loop that, through using glass and solid blocks, would keep like essentially memory, like like very basic memory, and you could program using different solid blocks and glass in the piston loop, and then pull a lever and the maze would rearrange itself depending on what you'd programmed. Mm. Damn. It was neat, and the guy I was working with did more of the work than I did, because I'm not That's very good at it. Uh, I love, there was um, so my strategy was to hide my base, right? And it's really hard to hide your base most of the time. So what I did was uh, there was like a like a mountain, right? And there is a specific spot on the side of the mountain where if you threw a stick onto a grass block, it would suck it into a hopper and then like burn in a furnace. And if it was exactly one stick, it would piston open a door for a few seconds. And it was undetectable from the outside unless Dang. the pistons went off. This is your house in real life? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. Let's go with that. Your, your key is a, a consumable... Your poor fucking neighbors are like, I have oh, to throw a stick, stick at a mountain again. to open my front door in real life. Sounds like literal bourgeoisie over here. Wait, Upper you guys class. have houses? Damn. Living the rich life. I'm oh, green screen. Apartment. Yeah. I'm also in his apartment. <laughs> Can I move in? Ooh, Actually, you live in America. I take that back. Yeah, we're in the Fair. same time zone. I mean, the, the facts no are adding up. Taken. Yeah. So, uh,. I'm going to be the guy that brings it back this time. You know, like when yeah. you when you blink into the night, actually fucking derailing myself immediately in the trailer <laughs> when the female or male or <laughs> whatever the hell slug. was doing the Vampire? voiceover about like, oh, they're, they're invading your ray class and they're going to fuck you up. And I'm like, is she talking about us? Like, are we going into someone else's house? And the point of view from the person is like, 
the, the nightmare is coming and it's just literally the, all the footage you see is an exile blinking into someone's house and beating the we, shit out of them then blinking out. It could be. We could be the nightmare. I mean, we are, we are, we are the bad guys. Residents of Ray class after expedition. I think the time is passed enough for the, uh, they, 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 they do call us the uh, locals, you know, so maybe we're like officially. Yeah, I mean, in like a parallel yeah, Ray class. Where the expedition NPCs are from another island that's just like completely normal. Like there's nothing oh, wrong. Yeah. There's nothing supernatural. They show up and they're that's like, oh, Chicago, these are the crazy yeah. locals. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, I mean, they do cool stuff with like, they can turn starlight into weapons and that's kind of neat. Who can't do that? I mean, let's I'm sorry. I, I was, you <laughs> tutorial I was like, on the council of wizards at the moment. Primitive technology. This guy's not in the fucking <laughs> wizard council. <Jeez. laughs> But you, yeah, you gotta I mean, stay a virgin until the age of forty to be on the wizard council. <laughs> You're on your way, Jim. Thanks. That no is um, that is a little bit tamer magic than like sticking gems in your forehead and learning how to shoot fireballs with your mind. Yeah, that was actually an interesting point that someone made about the lore. Is that maybe like the reason the exile is so powerful is because they're putting the gems in the gear instead of in their skin, which yeah. tends to end poorly for the people that do that. What about jewels, though? Right, yeah, jewels. <laughs> just yeah, jewels go trade? into your soul. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing it wrong, I guess. Maybe, maybe the that's skill the tree. To the soul. Maybe the skill tree is. is just a coloring in book, and jewels are just you like putting little collectible stickers. Yeah. You've, oh, you've, you've had a you've had a mental break, and you're in a hospital, and you get a couple of stickers, <laughs> and I get to unlock them. Oh, they change the coloring. It's like a real leaking seven point eight. Here into your mind, Jim. You what? live in a hovel, and you've just been coloring uh, I books got some coloring at books local hospitals and just eating chicken nuggies. Dude, Path of Exile League seven point eight. It was all a dream. We've been chatting for so long. My my rectangle pie is frozen again. Oh, oh no, oh, man! You're you're just eating square food now. Yeah, it's like moon food. It's great. No rectangle pie. Uh, is it actually freeze dried? No. I mean, it's it's. Oh. You sounded really disappointed when you said that. <laughs> I'd love some freeze dried ice cream or something. Um, not solidified now. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Oh yeah, the the point I was gonna bring up that I derailed from something yeah. something. Uh, what is it? The little like the little stacks of uh the more stacks that you have when you enter the zone, the more the monsters hurt you, and then when you leave the zone, those stacks like gray out. Do they stay there so the next time you go back in that? nightmare if you're already in that zone you've already got the pre-built up stacks and that's like the sort of like entropy thing to stop you from consistently going back and forth does that make sense yeah they they do stay grim um grim had like a q a with a dev about it at one point and that was one of the questions he asked so the stacks are like per instance i guess so like if you get 20 stacks and then leave the demon world and then go kill some more stuff and then go back you'll start at 20 but it doesn't like, the stacks won't reduce how much blood you get from rest of the monsters in the map and stuff like that. No, the stacks just cause you to take increased damage. Sweet. Demon Do I take increased man. damage for myself? Probably. It's, a, it's like shock, but you can't be immune to it. Oh, amazing. So I'll eventually kill myself with my build. Probably, yes. yes. Is yep. this unusual? No. No, this is going to happen, but I, it's going to happen less often than it was. I originally theorycrafted to just have two uh, replica toll fall and just go crazy, which would instantly kill me if there was a huge pack of enemies. The stacks, though, can you temporal shift and revert them? Chris Probably said, not. 
when, it when only affects to... your your life, mana, energy shield, and position. It doesn't do okay, anything like, else. It's not like character state. It's a okay. Mm. Oh, because it can't bring you back to life. That's yeah, they so asked about state. Ward, and he was like, "I'm not sure. I'd have to ask." Can I like <laughs> someone frantically types in Ward? Can I like Actually, vow yeah. a bunch of items, then temporal rift back <laughs> to the pre-vowed state? Yeah, rollback. It causes an entire server rollback <laughs> for everyone that's playing. First person to unlock temporal rift resets about the server. If it can roll back your death, though, he just he he response was it can't be used with trigger gems. Like it can't be yeah. Triggered. So you can't trigger it on death. He didn't say you can't do it the same frame you die it's an if aura if it's the same frame that's a frame race perfect condition. reroll can you cast when damage taken auras interesting path of exile has race conditions i didn't Play think the game or i don't think so i feel like you could you could program against a race condition for that specifically you could say oh in in this game tick where i'm going to send data to the client i have to decide these two things are happening within the same tick i prioritize one of them that's for how many years how many years have path of exile been seeing race do you think laddie <laughs> we have races as i events. thought he said rates i don't know what the fuck oh, you're rates. talking about <laughs> Also, they said they don't do anything like that. I'm pretty sure that's why, like, when like you... Like what, Jim? Like what Yosis is saying, not what you're saying. Oh, like, when you like right. when you used to jump into a pack and the game, like, stuttered because it's like, one sec, I'm going to do all of these in order. There's no synchronous, like, ranking of whatever the fuck Laddie was saying. There's... I'm pretty sure it's all as it comes in kind of thing. That's why they're so proud of their damage calculation and why we'll never get a death log. Because they can't look at a whole bunch of data and be like, yes, all of these ones are the primary reasons for you horrifically dying. It'd just be, here's the last hundred things. Oh, there was 98 ticks of a dot in here because that's how we're calculating It's, it's very like, you know, having faith in your creator type thing and not questioning them in a way where it's like, you know, we can't make a damage log because our system for calculating damage is so good. So no, no, no. Not so good. Talk. So it's fucking so complicated. spaghetti. You it's could so at least shit. okay, but you could at least make a little scarecrow dude in the hideout that, as you hit it, racks up how much damage it's taken. You because could they do track damage on enemies. You and could then do that. that number after three seconds but or two seconds or whatever. You could do that, but then some cunt like Yosis is going to be like, "I'm going to see if I can take out the server by getting all of my guild to play my exact build and attack a scarecrow at the exact same time on the exact same <sighs> then don't shot." Don't in the guild hideout, or don't okay, let other way- people hit it. The way that it works, uh, you would only crash that one instance. It wouldn't affect it. You just have to remember that for every good thing you want, there's someone out there who's like, how can I abuse this to ruin other people's fun? True. Go into someone's hideout and worm blast a billion corpses on the ground that never go away. Some things are designed that they know full well they're going to destroy it after the league because they're like, we're going to put this in, people are going to have fun, and then we're going to delete it. There was actually a way to hard crash people's hideouts with expedition specters in this last league. It got patched after a couple weeks, but there was a uh, expedition monster, the sort of big giant rat looking things that would crawl around and then pull their own chest open. Do you remember those? Very rat vivid things. description. Like the all giant. Of my, all of my builds have too many visuals for me to see what monsters. I know all their names, so I'm curious which one you're talking about. I don't know Jeff. the name of the monster. I'm sorry. Did they have like a weapon or no? Dave. Uh, no. It, I think okay. it showed up with the druid faction, and it would pull open its own chest and spawn a bunch of rats. Like, spawn a bunch of little rats. The invulnerable rat bastards? Those, yes. I and it would... Yeah. That's, that's so the w- that was when, when 
So the way that those worked is those would have a charge of an ability that would allow them to do that. And on using that ability, they would lose their charge. And if you resummoned it as a specter, every time you resummon it, it gains the charge. And it does it when it aggros on enemies. So what you do is you keep resummoning the specter in the hideout and popping worm flask. And it sees the worm and goes, okay, I'm going to spawn rats. And then you resummon your specter, pop worms, do it again, do it again, do it again. The rats never go away. I remember rats. seeing the that's PNG a of, of like a million rats in a hideout now. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. It's the, the Spectres from Exhibition were really funny because I don't know if you if you saw all the names from PVDB, but like they all had their names thematic towards their own like faction. So it was like Arbalist, like of the like of the Black Scythe Arbalist or like Knight of the Sun Templar. Mm-hmm. And then there was one of them that was just called Mega Death Skeleton for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this called? So but that metal. was just, the one that, like, uh, lunged and did the cleave, he was just called Mega Death Skeleton. They got a program in the one-shots. People are expecting them. It's like yeah, they made just, an entire league. I summoning him and looking at, like, the PVD being like, what the fuck? It's called Mega Death Skeleton. No name, <laughs> no reference to anything in Path, just Mega Death Skeleton. I was like, this Someone is thought the league was too easy and were like, we got to program in some one-shots. Yeah. Unfortunately, they were all pretty shit. They were really cool, though. They're I cool. loved, like, them thematically. And they came They're- with Ward, which was kind of fun. I mean, they're terrifying when you verse them, but when you play it yourself, yeah. it's a bit. Speaking of Ward, they, I, they recently buffed and nerfed Ward upcoming. And that fact, they nerfed Night Crypt before, buffed the base value of Ward. I don't think they added, at least we didn't see, they didn't add any directed scaling towards Ward in the tree, but there could be global defense scaling that we didn't see yet. That I didn't look at. And it's also been made easier to get a global defenses um, chess piece, yep. like one of the grasping mills. That's what it's called. Um, yeah, I actually, yeah, I think Night Grip is still going to be quite strong because oh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, sure. the debuff down to twenty percent or the nerf down to twenty percent is, I, in my opinion, compensated for by the buffs to the flat value. For sure, offset. Yeah, yeah. Like getting good flat in that build was tough to begin with. You like had to be Pathfinder basically, so you had the Ward Flask up all the time, and then the helmet made up like almost all the rest of your Ward, unless you wanted to give up move speed yeah. or life on your boots. I mean, in the league, I had a, I had a 650 ward helmet I made. So you can get them pretty right. high. And then normally the boots we get up to about 450 if you want to retain move speed. But that was like, double, like double or triple tier one, 30% quality, like all the nine. So, but even then, like, I think the advent of White Knight Crypt is so good is that it gives you the damage bonus despite, because based off your maximum ward, not your current mm-hmm. ward. So even if you got hit and you lost your ward, whatever that buffer would be, you still have the damage, which was like a, a metric fuck ton of chaos damage. So the build, I think, will still definitely retain its usefulness. For me, uh, Ward was... I I was confused about Ward because it struck me as a mechanic that's impossible to balance because it's very all or nothing. It's either you take the hit and you survive or you get hit by something that did one damage and then you get hit by something that one-shots you and you don't survive. So it's like... The, the odds of it actually protecting you against a hit that would have otherwise killed you is very low compared to the investment towards getting it. I think it was basically I mean, like the way I viewed it. At least it was four. It was a, a four second cooldown on preventing one hit for builds that already weren't getting hit. So if I was, I used Ward on Spectral Shield to Raider, which I had a pretty pretty max version of in Solo Cell Found. So I had like four and a half thousand life. I had whatever amount of evasion, dodge, everything else. Pretty much was capped. So if I were to get hit once every four seconds, it would probably prevent me from dying. That was its only real yeah. usage for me, which I think was I feel as much as it needed to do, which was That's fine. just energy shield adjacent, right? That's sort of what energy mm, shield is supposed just, to do. It's like, more. I get hit that's once thing, every two you know? seconds. Yeah, but like, yeah, like if, you, if you were to take damage and then interim, it's not coming back up for yes. And yeah, but energy no. shield 
fulfills the same purpose and you can restore it. But it's worse for the build I'm describing, though. Shut up. Yeah. Go ahead, Octavian. Acro was basically what I was going to point at. Yeah. Like, Acro and Energy Shield don't play nice. But that won't be a, a thing next league, so it mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. Can you yeah, press a flask and instantly restore all of your Energy Shield? There is that, but word again, you would get hit once and then it's all gone again. Yep. Yeah, but like if you're playing like an evasion build, you've already been hit once, and then doesn't that reset your entropy or whatever? Uh, I don't know how dodge also works. Smells. Yeah. Uh, so if if you're a dodge build and an evasion build, and this is pre the the next thing that takes out dodge, and you had ward, and you you had that keystone, that was probably a really good use of it, and you could carry the flask in case of emergencies or something. Yeah. That, that's but, basically what I did, which I had, I had it all automated, but effectively I had enough levels of la- layers of defense where I wouldn't really, I could sit in the pack and not get hit really anyway. And if I did get hit, effectively it made my 4.5k life pool up to like 5k, you know, which was now really all I needed changes to, to energy shield where they, they like 66% reduced uh, time to recharge, to start recharging. Yeah, that's really, really good. I, I'm hoping that it's actually good enough for me to just use Energy Shield the way it's meant to be used instead of constantly leeching or something. Yep. And that completely dampens any uh, excitement I had about Ward. I think on a block build, it could be used in that regard. Uh, or something that's just high evasion, I guess, but then you still have spells. Yeah. Spell hits are I'm, so annoying for that. I'm going to have high evasion, high spell suppression, not spell dodge, and I'm going to have energy shield because the forbidden right is going to be damaging my life and not my energy shield, and I'm hoping Mm -hmm. that uh, at some point I'll be able to recharge my energy shield because, I mean, technically I'm hitting myself with forbidden right even though it's not damaging my energy shield and that'll stop the recharge, I think. Yeah. Uh, Oh, because it it might stop the recharge because it's actually damage from Forbidden Right and it's not life sacrificed. Yeah, I'm not sacrificing life. It's actually hitting me for that much chaos damage. Yeah, I I think that might stop stop recharge. Yeah, unless you have like Wicked Ward or something. There, you get um, some sort of leech, but that's about it. Eternal Youth is really interesting now with the buffs to uh, recharge because presumably uh-huh. those will carry over into life recharge buffs if you turn if yep. you turn it into life recharge rate instead of ES recharge yeah, rate. Replica Salt is really really fucking good now. <laughs> I think. Mm-hmm. Which can, one is that? That's what gives you corrupted soul, but you can always just spec into the um, mm. regular soul tether. So basically, like a double soul tether or not soul tether. Sorry, yeah, soul tether. No, what's it called? Yeah, you're right. Uh, if you're talking about the belt, yes, yeah, yeah. I, not, the, not the blue one with the what are the blue one? Yeah, soul tethers. Yeah, we're okay. We're good. Uh, yeah, the let's talk about the portal. Yeah, which I thought of first when I saw that like soul third. When I first saw the the mage blood belt, very tangential again. But like I was like I didn't read the line that said magic flask. I was like this shit is the best thing in the game. You can get like crazy things going on there. Give me a taste of hate. It's series promise. Some yep. other really op- dying sun, uh, the flask that makes ward permanent. Yep, still insane. But yeah, I was thinking of the uh, reckless. Wait, how, did, how does that work with ward flask? Okay, so it would just give you the flat amount of ward, and it wouldn't ever restore your ward. I yeah, because it's yeah. not ever being yeah. used. So you, it would yep. just be another slot to get flat ward out of. A which, lot of flat ward, though. If it, yeah, if kindled, yeah. I guess would be. If you're doing like night grip stuff where the ward is really not that useful because 75% of damage bypasses it, then I can see that being great. It's just, you know, juice a bunch of damage. 
alongside the other damage you can get out of the belt slot by getting perma onslaught or diamond flask stuff. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know if you guys saw it. There's a post in our group chat. They just showed one of the masteries for, or not a couple hours ago, for a tribute stacking. Um, pretty insane. I think I, it's hard to say after the rebalance of the tree if overall masteries will be basically coming out to be like the same stuff or better or worse. I, I mean, it's hard. You have to like, you know, do all the math on that. But I, I'm not sure if I like the idea of masteries yet. I think I have to mess around with it. I said it's supposed to, tree's supposed to feel familiar enough that if you were to hop in, it shouldn't be foreign to you. Like your muscle memory should effectively know how to play path still as far as mapping to a tree. It does seem like a lot, maybe it's just because the way that they flashily describe it, but like it seems like it's pretty, pretty different looking. Yeah. Um, normal tree stuff. That's all the information we have on the tree so far. Is I mean, it's all in the same place. They just change how stuff looks. Is well, it's, like, a, it's different places because you can access things that might have been far away, but now closer they, from a different I'm master. sure they just mean like muscle memory. Where is the Scion life wheel? Oh, there it is. It looks different. It may be the way to get yeah. there's a little different, but more or less, where do I go for crit? You go to that area in the tree that, oh, look, there's crit around here. That's what they mean, muscle memory. Mm -hmm. The biggest changes might be, like, certain keystones moving, because some of them did move a decent distance. Um, Like, I guess L equilibrium is probably the biggest one, where that, like, hopped basically the inside of the tree. Uh, There was the new keystone where you replenish energy shield based on mitigated physical damage. Yep. It's... It's actually strictly worse than the line on the Juggernaut node, if I remember correctly. So it's 3% of physical damage prevented recently, which is over 4 seconds, whereas the Juggernaut one is 1.5% over 10 seconds. So the Juggernaut one is actually better, and this is only for energy shield. And I've I've made a build where I maximized my self-damage, which was mitigated, so that I would gain some life regen from that Juggernaut node, and I got like 90 flat. Nice. Yeah. One so I don't think that keystone is going to be very useful. Okay, though, as long as someone it does was something. hyping it up. Who was that? Fucking. It's Bala? better uh, if you have a very, very specific like. Uh, you you were already going to use Aegis Aurora. You might as well take that keystone. It's probably pretty good. But the amount of healing that it's going to give you in the long run, like you, you'd have to be consistently taking gigantic physical hits and have two hundred thousand armor. You taking big hits, bro? Yeah, big? If you'd want to avoid, I think, taking gigantic hits just to give you more healing. <laughs> I think gigantic like, that hits seems are counterproductive. Healing. If you don't get hit, you never lose the health or energy shield. You could also just not play and you never get hit. Mm, yeah, that's true. You know, that's the logical risk anything and you'll never fail. Disco pollution. All play scouts in Minecraft. Hey, you literally yeah. are describing everyone who watches your stream, lady. They're not playing the game. They're watching you. 90% of them. They're like winning. Everybody. Most of them are winning. I'm, You're losing. I'm always losing. Yeah. I, it's like, you know, it's the game of all for one. As I'm, I'm never really going to get there. It's just I, we just do better every league. Slightly more progress is, is gained. Did you ever get any ultimatum uh, uniques? Ulti- last league? Ulti- yeah. Or this league? Because this league I can get any ultimate uniques. No shit. Did, did you get any ultimate uniques this league? Uh, no. I mean last league. Share? Two leagues ago. At what day is it? Ultimatum league. Yeah. What yeah, was last league? Ultim- Expedition, right? Nice. What well, time you could get them. 
Yes, I, I got half of them, but that was, in my opinion, like the worst league ever for an implemented boss in the entire game for a multitude of reasons. Accessibility, one portal in a game that crashes a lot. Like, it's just it's a total shit show. Bro, I so didn't not having a guarantee. Not even having a guaranteed drop rate. I mean, I did 32 Trial Masters, which was a, a lot. For most people in Soul 7, that's like a very high amount. But even then, I only ever got the Helm of him, Like, so it's it's just a shit show. So when we kill shit in Nightmare, and it drops an I orb. I never even got to the point where it was possible to spawn a Trial Master. I never made yeah. it to Wave 9. I, mean, I always made it to always, the last wave. I, I always I'm got just gonna either there's something like here that I want and I don't Octavian. want to risk it. Just going to assume it works like a temple. And if you get loot in there, it'll just spit it out when you're done, right? With the Nightmare stuff. Like, you go in and it drops a fucking scout or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck fusing. And you go to pick it up and your blood runs out and you teleport back and it just stays in there. Oh, it drops in the overworld in the place yeah, where the you would have been. Yeah, yep. I mean, I'd assume it makes sense. Like, there's no way they would obviously no, forget it, something like that. No, the loot doesn't... So... It doesn't even show up in the Nightmare. When, it only comes when it, you spit it, it out. It might show up in the Nightmare. I'm not certain on that. But when you swap back out of Nightmare, it will be in yep. the overload in the place in the overworld in the place where it dropped. Which it does mean you have to get there. Yeah, because you'll be warped back to where you started from. Some of these like cuts in their trailer, I can't tell whether they're like cutting between a favorable nightmare clip and one that is like, okay, finish your sentences. There are some when they jump from a zone to a nightmare zone that looks completely different. With that has a whole bunch of obstacles that weren't there in the original one. Like so, I'm assuming they're just changes. You're saying, yeah, I'm not not so much like the generic layout, but more like the random filler shit in the way. Like, he jumps from a clear yeah, plane into be. something that has a whole bunch of, like, blocks and shit. I just imagine someone... There's going to be a couple of clips, unless this is just tricky editing, where someone blinks in, gets stuck in a rock, and then just spends their entire blood I'm sh- killing I'm sure. For the first, the first couple of days, I'm sure. I mean, it's it gonna still happens in Legion to this day. Like, yeah, hopefully, hopefully least, um, it's still dropping Legion off the map. In Incursion, so. you could go into an Incursion, drop an item, and leave the Incursion, and it would stay in the Incursion, yep. and you would never get it back. Yeah. To be fair, though, Alva does tell you that the first time you encounter her. Not that you'd ever read it or listen to it, but nope. just more Spam proof click. to the... <laughs> Speaking of I have, things I that have were very muscle memoried, click on NPC, spam yeah. right-click on the ground near me to skip through all the dialogue. I have muscle memoried that, and it, it made me irrationally angry when they made it so that if you do that too quickly, it cancels out of the dialogue altogether. Yep. At some and point, then, they changed the window of time. And then you can't click on them again for like nope. three seconds. The game doesn't let you. Because you're spamming. To be I'm fair, mad. me bitching about rocks is the whole Reddit argument of I have nothing to complain about. Also, if you go to like, <laughs> if you go to the 35 yes. second mark, someone's playing with 63 unallocated passive skills. I'm convinced fucking they do devs. things to upset people. And just these, these trailers, the and that's totally fine. <laughs> fucking... I mean, I mean if you're like going to put something out like there, you might as well have fun with it. You know, whatever. Like, it's... Yeah, the 420-69 orbs. That's probably inventory. a recipe to doing with, like, having 69 fusings. People just don't know. Could be. I, it's possible. They don't even know what the recipes are. There's some weird, like, missing number Pokemon shit out there, maybe. Who knows? Hell yeah. It's all to do with blind. That's why I need that shake. That would be amazing if you could, like put things in a certain place to like alter memory at certain addresses and then cause a new thing to spawn by Who like modifying values of a mob or something like, like Mario. It's the, the way Possible. that those cartridges worked that allowed that is absolutely insane. That's I would be amazed if anything like that in was popular or possible. Like the level like 120 skill gems or whatever that shit where it's just like fucking Gandhi overflow yeah. 
and then suddenly there's yeah. all these new items in standard. Yeah, that's a lot more plausible. The way that Missing No worked in Pokemon was absolutely insane. It was because memory was, like, literally the squares on the screen were storing values that mm-hmm. were in memory elsewhere to save space because they needed those, like, eight bytes because yep. they didn't have enough memory. Intuitive, you know. Intu- sorry, not intuitive. Uh, it was inventive at the time for, like, finding out yeah, ways it was, to, like... it was how they fit, fit everything in. on the cartridge. Yeah. Shady caching. I don't they just went back things. to Temple OS. This wouldn't be an issue. Dude, that's a trip. Temple OS. <laughs> I get that reference. Good. I'm glad someone... Some guy, some crazy guy. To, to people that don't get it, they need to know. Probably, because... probably shouldn't talk about Terry Davis. That's some guy programmed an entire operating system by himself because he thought God told him to. That's the gist, basically. Close enough. Yeah, an he entire did to, he did operating to speak system. with God. Just but yes, fucking I mean, fathomable. People, like what? People have done I, worse things under the guise of religious guidance. I just mean like it doesn't. They could do it for any reason. They could do it like because he likes sugarcoating you know, who the man cause is because he's, he's, he's a crazy racist. Oh also. yeah, no, no, no. Just uh, glossing over that part. Just the, I'm not. I don't care who uh, he is. I don't care what he did. The fact that he hand coded an entire operating system is the part that's blowing my mind. Like twelve years. Uh, I had uh, an operating systems class, so you, you made, like, the, the jankest, very minimalist operating system ever. Like, you could write a text file and open it and look at it in the terminal, and that was the operating system. And, and he, so had, he, ours, had, he did a grip, a compiler, a kernel. He did it all from scratch. It was, yeah, so we... Ours was called Potato S, and there was it. an interesting bug. I don't remember exactly what triggered it, but it was... A, all it did was you could write a text file and open it, right? If you did something wrong, it would show an ASCII character that looks like a potato with a smiley face. And I don't know, like, that was completely unintended behavior. I don't know how that happened. But it's a sign it from God. With the, it, it worked out with the name. If that happened. And the fact that the text file contained ASCII art of a potato, and that if you opened it wrong, it would output a single ASCII character that looked like a potato with a smiley face. Was and it I, called to this day, I don't know why. Was it called Potato OS before or after discovering that bug? Before. Ah. That's a feature then. Yeah, it was a feature. I showcased it in the presentation. <laughs> and I, I got points off for it because they said you should showcase things that work rather than things that don't work. No. Wow. I love shit that's features that are just blatantly bugs, but nah, nah, it's a feature now. That's my favorite form mm-hmm. of developing. Top five developers. Eat. Something, 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 derail. Uh, it's not derail. It's not derailing if I'm getting back on topic, is it? I gotta stop I feeling about guilty about de- derailing. Systems. Something, something, something. I'm really good at segues, because all I say is something. Um, Scourge League's basically just ritual bases, but on crack, right? Uh... No, because yeah, ritual bases have, have like a, an upside and a downside, and there's only like four of them. But Scourge League is like, hey, that, but like every item. And we I made also it crazy powerful. Oh, go ahead. You basically you really only want to do it to stuff that's already like fully crafted. So it feels like another, like another step up. It's not like power creep, but it's like my gear could normally not Oops. be improved any further, and now it can be. I mean. There is the very bottom layer of the Scourge skill tree that one of them that we've seen so far, probably only good for maps, it's, what is it, like 2% or 10% chance to add an explicit mod, oh no, like a prefix or a suffix yeah. or something like that? Yeah. 
I could imagine idiots getting a really shit base and being like, time to scourge this just in case I accident. Like, there's already, like, a thing on Reddit about people like, oh, make sure you scourge your five links because you could 10% chance turn them into a six link or something, you know? Have you not seen that? I, sh- I mean, I just feel like I I, mean, I, I, I'm well. going to bypass that level of power quite quickly. So All I'm saying really is I need you. a scourged chaos orb so I can get talismans and then yeet it so I can actually craft a decent talisman. No. Uh, no. That's not allowed. That would be OP. It wouldn't be. It's just chaos. It's just like picking there up a talisman no off the floor. Talismans. Sit back down. Talismans. I'm there is no such thing as a good talisman. Still 100% convinced that talismans basically had to die so Headhunter would not be changed by the devs. Like, mm-hmm. there was at one moment they talked to Chris and were like, you can either pick talismans or you can pick Headhunter. And he was like, I'm going to pick Headhunter for the people, but I want Every time there's a difficult decision that they know Chris isn't going to like, they're going to bring him that option. Listen here, Chris, we're going to have to change <laughs> curses or we're going to delete like, Headhunter. So talismans were literally, like, I think they were perfect, like, two leagues ago. In the randomized, like, smart rolled sense, they still were never going to be, like, remotely top end. I mean, as far as you just, you just wouldn't be, unless it, someone out there might have gotten a six tier one perfect and like all that type of shit. But like, realistically, they weren't going to be insane. That just—it's just one of those things where I feel like this this offended nobody and didn't make a big impact, so we had to kill it, which was like always a fun time to see. I feel like I have absolutely no evidence to back this up, but I feel like in the future. Headhunter might get indirectly nerfed by changing the rare mods on mobs. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's before Path 2, I think they're going to update all, like, how how many mods rare mobs have, or just reward it so they're not going to get as much value. Yeah, I think especially also when they're implementing Mage Blood, it's like, this is going to be kind of, like, not like a new thing, but doing things of similar ilk. What if they it's, bring in, like, the link skills onto rare mobs and make it work so when you steal one, you automatically trigger a link skill to your nearby by a party member so it's an uncontrolled link skill because you stole it from a rare mob? I'd like that because then more party members would die. Especially the carries. You should, you should tweet the Path of Exile account with that idea, Jim, okay. see if it gets in. I'll do it right now. Yeah. I think they should add ever. another Bloodlines mod that is similar to Shroudwalker, where Shroudwalker will just teleport you to an enemy and get you killed when you steal mm. it with that hunter. Yeah. I think they should add another one like that. I, miss Blood- I wish they didn't, like, I'll say pussy out, but like, yeah, Bl- Bloodlines ha- had such insane modifiers that people didn't realize they even existed that I still thought they should just bring back, like, Thorns, Necrovigil, Phylactral Link. All were. I thought were miserable to play against, and I kind of missed them still. <laughs> I kind of want them to be back. Electro Link I, is on one mob in the game, and it's still too annoying. It's pretty rough, yeah, but it's. I like it. I like. I like. And that's if you want to have a, the game slow down. There's an artificial way to do it. Just make it so nothing could die in the entire area. Fun for the whole family. Could you? put like a really fast casting lightning warp on that link skill of your melee guy jumps in and when he hits something it casts a spell and then you're an aura bot or something like that if they still exist and then you could just hands free game because anytime he jumps into a pack you instantly warp to him and stay within aura range yeah, i mean that's like the equivalent of saying casting never taken lightning warp on a build that's you could do it, no, but really. this, this would target near your teammate instead yeah. of whatever hit you but if you're oh, yes yeah, so you're an aura guy and you're staying, you want to stay on your guy that's doing damage. And I, I mean, the only downside would be if, if if he doesn't find a mob in enough time before the link breaks or whatever. That's where yeah, well, Wordflask comes in. 
the links have a certain duration as well. Um, that, and if you're standing like still, you might have to run off screen to find the next pack of mobs, and then the lightning warp won't be able to target that far. I didn't know they had a duration. I should really read things. Reading comprehension. I haven't read the patch notes. Is, is, it, is it good? The patch notes good? I saw like 400 uh, videos about them, but I haven't watched any. I I've pretty much been saying that like if if you weren't playing Forbidden Right Totem specifically next league or not starting that, if you just played Path of Exile, you wouldn't notice a major difference aside from like the passive tree visually. Like I think that they're overall mostly like aren't really impactful or harmful for most things. It's like a pretty neutral set of changes overall. In terms, terms of like power levels. level, butts in there. Yeah, just yeah, like nothing, nothing was crazy. Only one thing really was nuked. Like nothing well, else I mean, was. Nothing SRS. was gutted. Nothing was fucked. What happened to SRS? SRS? What didn't happen? To I haven't SRS? read it. Tell me what happened. It just. I mean, SRS. Didn't, it didn't like get directly targeted, but you can't really use L equilibrium with it anymore. Yep. Which is freaking awful. That like that was a lot of its damage. Um... On top of that, it's 100% converted to fire now, which makes it not viable with, like, hatred, which wasn't... I don't know if it was the best way to build it before, but there were some people building it that way, according to Rise, who plays it every now and again. Rise yeah. keeps trying to make it work, and it keeps not working, and then he's sad. <laughs> That's funny, because for... He's, like, he's the biggest champion of it. Like, three years, Rise kept trying to play Spectral Shield Throne. It was like, shit, and then the one like he doesn't really play, it's like they make it the god tier skill out of nowhere. It, it was, was finally vilified just uh, before that league. And then Spectral Shield Throw? Yeah. I, I got I mean, a great deal of enjoyment out of the clip where he reads the patch notes where they accidentally made SRS cost more mana. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, wait, they nerfed it? <laughs> that was an excellent clip. It happens. I, I, like, I didn't have any of those moments this patch where it's like, I can't believe they did XYZ. I was like, yep, this all yeah, makes... Yeah, there, there was nothing in the patch notes where I'm like, I can't believe they did that. Actually, you know, there, there was one thing, but it's such a, it's such a like, elitist type complaint. Not complaint, but like thing to be happy about is they, they buffed the synthesis map layout for Courthouse no longer exists. They made it Haunted Mansion, which was like, that synthesis map took ten times longer to clear than either synth map. I mean, like, if I'm chaining, like, oh, 20 yeah. sense maps in a row, but, like, that's that map was miserable, and it's now gone, so I'm happy because of that one little change. <laughs> I'm really upset that they made um, incremental improvements to sound and art effects and environments. I can't believe they did that. <laughs> I love that it's in every patch note. Yeah, well, I guess it has to be. I don't know. Yeah, just, you, you'd never not you didn't do know, that. We're still working on it. I like how they still put patch notes to Battle Royale that I'm not reading. Why not? Like, You're going to play Battle Royale? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'll be in Twitch Travels again. I don't know if I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll try a top 8 again, I guess, but like... What, by I'm hiding behind rocks? I'm not going to play the game for real and they can't make me. I love looking do, gonna, through the bugs fixed yeah. for stuff that I didn't know was broken. Oh, yeah. Like, fixed a bug oh, or yeah. curse effect would increase the effect of vulnerability applied by Coward's Chain Unique Belt. I thought that was <laughs> intentional. Yeah, that seems intentional. Mm. Like, but apparently not. So you can yeah, no. doing, doing damage. Like they, that you was can a bug build apparently. Coward's chain and just go crazy with curse effect now. I didn't think syndicate operatives. All of their damage was just a bug that was just existing for three leagues. But I guess it was. They describe it as a bug effectively. But I thought it was just like yeah. that's just how syndicate operatives work. I love the bugs that were like Vol Flame Blast was critting a hundred percent of the time and nobody noticed. 
Because yeah, like why would you though? It's like, you know, it's just one of those things. One of those things. Fixed a bug where Kitava's thirst did not describe that mana used to trigger a skill could provide a chance to trigger socketed spells. Cool. So you could you could theoretically infinite loop if you had a triggered skill that cost two hundred mana and it would still run into the cooldown, but Oh, it I didn't made it read easier to trigger it. You have me digging through the bug fixes now. I didn't even read oh, this yeah. one. Fixed a bug where Sunder could deal no damage to a target if you lost line of sight to them. I yep. I really enjoy New Sunder, and that pissed me the hell off when I would play it in maps like cells or things like that. So you, That's would, really you would hit nice. the ground and it would travel, and then you would break line of sight, and then it would hit them and it would do no damage. Yes. Speaking you know of what, cells, that yeah, still exists, right? I don't Fuck yeah. Maybe this was mentioned, but they didn't there was no mention of them having it so mirror and blink arrow clones don't get your void fletcher still right i didn't see that but i can't imagine that's void fletcher that's not a void fletcher control f zero result i'm so sure that must be a like unintended interaction because it seems like it's technically a charge and so if you share charges and it specifically doesn't say frenzy power and endurance charges it says all charges so because it's coded as a charge it works kind of bananas like that that still like exists to a degree nobody's used it enough there's been a few broken builds very specific but it's never been met well, you just yeah. make the bill where you just jump a bunch of clones and then everything gets one shot instantly that's yeah. basically i mean that's how it works but it's it's really high investment and it's really cool looking and it's not like i mean for the level of investment anything at that level is broken right Yes. Unless yeah. you're playing one of my builds or something. Yeah, to a degree. Don't this, put this yourself down, my man. Very, very low. When you require eight unique items, there's not room for improvement. But there will be with Scourge. Yeah. There will be with Scourge. Hell hey. yes. Something, something, segue. In two different ways, yeah. Um... Everyone's already talked about, like, uniques and shit that are good for Scourge. Like, hey, you should fucking, you know, bloody Malachi's vision. It's a piece of shit. Shadow Stitch or something. Wait, that has downsides. Uh, Oh, you can Scourge Talismans, I guess. Yay. Can you Scourge a Shadow Stitch because it's already corrupted? I think you can. Yeah. Scourge corrupted stuff. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, sure. Appropriate reaction. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You can uh, scourge <laughs> um, high Templar gloves and then use normal fusings on them instead of scourge fusings. Wow. Well, you can always use normal fusings on them. Yeah, no, that's the joke. Is like, yeah. Oh, well. Fireable. Huh, thank you. Oh, no. Yeah, what? I'm excluded. Oh. I didn't get the joke. Oh, I'm sorry. Fucking. Uh, fuck you. Uh, what, uh, fuck you. Temp- uh, what's the other bug thing? Where aspect temple, skills temple can become unreserved when changing areas Red, with the Chainbreaker Timeless Jewel passive allocated. Yet another indictment of Chainbreaker. I honestly don't it, just got, it got nerfed anymore. really big, actually, recently in this patch. Yeah, it's, after the nerf, I was like, there's no reason for anyone to ever use this unless they're doing that very specific thing that it can still possibly do, but it's not very efficient. What they do in Chainbreaker? They remove uh, the everything costs rage. Everything costs rage. Oh, yeah, Activating an aura costs rage. Yeah, yeah, that was a while ago. Well, no, well, they nerfed it this patch because of the cluster jewel that made it so you would not have to spend rage when cycling. Yeah. Basically, you can. Was it's like, still, uh, it's usable in generals cry. 
belts because the G-Cry doesn't get the support gems from the links to the triggered attack, so it only stays at the baseline. It was like Fulcrum. Fulcrum lost Chainbreaker, basically. Yeah, Chainbreaker is in like two builds now. I agree. It's still really cool for certain things, like builds that don't really cast often, but big sad. I mean, it's like a hard... I I truly understand it's a hard thing to balance because it's it's inherently... Like, it's an absurd resource to just get capped for free. And it's, like, basically there's three different things that are all really good. But it's definitely a slippery slope if you were to, like, I mean, just give builds Chainbreaker. Berserk is the problem. Like, Berserk yeah. is just yeah. an obscenely powerful buff. It's one of the single most powerful buffs in Path of Exile. Yep. Yep. So anything that gives you access to that has to play around to that power level. I, I wish yep. that they had just, like, nerfed Berserk. Instead of nerfing, well, chain they did a little bit, but not on yeah, they the all quality. quality. Yeah. yeah, which the all quality again was fucking disgusting. Like, yep. again, Berserk is so strong. I would, if I could still use it in spellcasters, I would, even without the all quality. It's like yep. it's a quicksilver flask and fortify. You know, like it's that's mitigation. Both, speed. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. Um, it's pretty spicy. Ah, I found a typo. Fixed a bug where the void ancestral war chief would die when players walked out of range of it. Well, I guess void ancestral war chief is a microtransaction for vol ancestral war chief. Maybe it only applies with the microtransaction. Yeah, maybe only the microtransaction dies when you walk out of range. Yeah, well, we need to rebuy it now. This is their empire. Game's ruined. Go play last epic instead. Last what epic? Epic. That's how it's pronounced. Is it? Yep. I always pronounce it epoch because, like, w- when I epoch is actually a term used in like computer science. Sure. Uh, every date is measured in seconds since epoch, which is January first, nineteen seventy, at midnight. Okay. So that's referred to as epoch. So when you start saying epic in conversation, people usually don't know what you're talking about. Well, I don't talk to Philistines, so that's okay. <laughs> the uneducated, <laughs> educated gamer. No, like even even among software engineers, you're like, oh, you know, when you mention epoch in conversation, if you say epic, people are like, what? Yeah. I also measure in clicks. I only use submarine terminology. Oh, that's, uh, that's about what? two clicks away. I yeah. still don't know what that's that means. That's not just submarines. All no, the no, video just submarines. Games, all the video games I played where people use clicks as a unit of measurement, I still don't know what it means. Just it's just submarines. That means 40 submarines width. I'm convinced. And are, it's, it's, just, it's just kilometers. It's just a quicker way to say are kilometers, they, guys. Are, what? That would make sense. I, I know Path of Exile things. Oh my god, you're killing me. <laughs> this is, this is a Here, submarine let's confuse podcast. even further. It's when, not when a submarine podcast. Yeah. When people say, we're Oscar Mike, that means we're on the move. I don't know why. It takes the same number of syllables. Because yeah. it's easy to... Um, I actually it know this. It confuses the enemy. Because it's phonetic. It's easy, no, it's easy Not to phonetic. confuse, especially if you have poor microphone quality, which you might in that kind of situation. It's easy to confuse oh, M always. for N. So you use Oscar oh. as a signifier for O and Mike for M. And so because it would, would be confused M. with you saying, I'm, I'm on the noob. That That's the confusion. <laughs> no. Because people would say we're OM as a way of shortening it, and then that got confusing, and then you say we're Oscar Mike. That's, I, I assume, that's yeah, the case. That's, the that's, pro- that's probably what happened, because I can vouch. 
microphone quality for being very bad. Yeah. But um, and then you tell them we're going eight clicks that way. And then you yeah. Yeah. Not in the US. Maybe we should translate. No, they still say clicks. That's the thing. They hate the fucking metric system, but they'll say oh, clicks. Oh, yeah, for that's kilometers. true. That's true. That's, the, it's the military does adopt the metric system. 100% design just because the soldiers hate the metric system and they don't want to know that they're actually using it for all of their calculations and all else. of their science. They just call it something yeah. else. Jim hates no, soldiers confirmed. In rocket science, it, it, we don't use grams, we use science weights. Oh, that'll be three science weights. Don't let them know we're using grams in our rocket science. Fucking. It's, it's not the metric yeah. system. It's the mic trick system. Oh, See? Well, I'm back to the Oscar mic. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You have to find something that weighs exactly one gram and then use Don't that as a measurement. Yeah, they make that's, rockets that's out works. of uh, packets of sugar. They use like a 15 gram packet of sugar and they just divide it by 15 and that's how they get their perfect gram. You just walk into Macca's, get a packet of sugar, done. Yeah. It's walk into where? <laughs> Shut up! Yeah, that's no. Really, tell you me where Macca's, Macca's McDonald's, hey, McDonald's, or what is that? Yeah, I saw a list of like all the different things people call it. You guys, I'm fucking America's weird. I oh, prefer you McDonald's. Yes, McDonald's. Oh, you fuck. I was joking. I didn't know you actually picked serious. It was actually McDonald's. Wait until you figure out what we call Burger King. Royale with Royale cheese. With cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have so burger or king way. in the title, so it's 100% confusing. This is why it's over here, Yusus. We're synced up on the important things. Everything else. This is the only thing we're in sync Schismed. on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at patchments again. Yeah. So how do we feel about the dot changes? <laughs> what what happened? I haven't read them. Uh, I'm going to play I, a couple uh, names. It wasn't even patch notes. Was it wasn't even patch notes. It involves reading. Yeah, um, people are saying that uh, when you run elemental dot builds and you used to be able to use elemental equilibrium, so they changed elemental equilibrium and there is some compensation, but people are saying numerically it's not enough. And then on the live stream recently, Chris is like, there's going to be enough. And we're like, okay, we'll see it. We'll, see, we'll, we'll, we'll talk then. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so everything's like, better. Yeah, whatever the amount of damage the builds that use DE that no longer have E have, despite like the Ignite buff, is still probably, I think, less damage than two patches ago when Fire Burst, they had all the like multi and jewels and that sort of stuff. Like, it'll probably feel similar to that for the most part. But like, I wouldn't, I still wouldn't play Fire Burst because you don't have cold conduction, so you can't loop it. In the, sa- in the same way. You could do it other ways, but it's like, to play a build like that, I kind of feel like you want to be a little lazy, and then it kind of defeats the purpose. But I think things like Armageddon brand will basically be the same, if not, like, a little bit better than last league, maybe. Yeah, I think I think Armor brand's going to be in a pretty darn good position, yeah, because... Armor brand chieftain or, like, elemental sweep, pretty, pretty spicy for a starter. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're going to be getting, like, 20, 30 million DPS out of it ever, but you can get like 3 or 4 million consistent at the top end, and that's enough to do bosses that's, and have really nice smooth mapping. I mean, even this league, I played Exsanguinate. Um, Deadeye is like one of my starter builds, and I did Maven with like 500k single target, and it took about a half hour, but like, you know, it gets the job. All you need to do is get one, and then you get a Freddy's and you're off to the races, so like... She died, you didn't. That's yep. what counts. It was my last portal, and I was uh, had no flasks left. It was very. Oh, she died, and you didn't six clinched. Yes, <laughs> I was, but yeah, I mean, uh, like I was one mil's enough, like for damage <laughs> for most bosses. I was very sad about corrupting fever. I finally got around to playing it uh, in expedition, and yep. it was 
it being bad was part of the reason that I didn't make a video for that character. So essentially, uh, you can't six link it because it costs 15,000 life and you can't really get around that. So you five link it and one of those five links is empower and that was 10x this league. So I didn't get one. Uh, so I had a four link and it was in gloves, the essence gloves that gave like 35% more damage over time or something. And so I had a five link corrupting fever and that was all of my damage. And with the other requirements my build had, and I, I went all in on cluster jewels and everything, the, the freshly nerfed like 5% fizz dot multi cluster jewels. Uh, at some point it was actually more efficient to go for 12% increased fizz dot over time instead of a 5% multi. So I started getting those and I capped out at like 300 KDPS. And it was just real I sad. Definitely just, I think I disagree with you on this because I feel like most, I, like I played two builds to use corrupting build this, or yeah, corrupting fever this league and I only ever have to cast it once a map. If I'm, yeah, that was the whole point of my build was I cast it once per map and it was 100% of my damage. And yeah. I had automated cast and damage taken, and it would cast a reap, which would cost like 500 life, so that it would refresh it. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely haven't had that issue. Has did not have that issue that you're having. Like can't no, really the only relate. issue that I'm having is that either you can't really six link it because it costs too much, or it literally costs fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand, uh, you're saying? I don't. Yeah, I don't it costs fifteen thousand because. Uh, if, if you tried to use, uh, what's it called? It, it had a 300% mana multiplier on it. Oh, maybe you're using some fucky things that I didn't use. Uh, the, the thing that you, you attack with, and it costs life, and then you get a buff. Life tap? Yeah, that. Or cruelty. That was, that was yeah. the sixth thing that you had to link to Corrupting Fever. I wouldn't do that. So you got, got 15,000 cost. Yeah, I mean, Corrupting Fear is definitely, like, a proven build, though. The Tornado Shot variation. I'm not sure what variation you were doing. I was I was doing my own variation, where I was... Uh, so, first and foremost, right. I had to completely circumvent all mana costs, which uh, is an ordeal by itself. So, what I did was I had, uh, I had Scold's Bridal, so it would deal me 400% of the mana cost as damage. And then I got... With the keystone, precisely 50% damage reduction for physical damage. So that's double the mana cost. And then I had 50% mana recoup. So I would gain 100% of the mana cost as mana over four seconds. Was the way that that build worked. So by the time I had that all set up, and I spent the rest of my points on making Corrupting Fever do more damage, it was still pathetic. Yeah, Even I, mean, I was I was vomiting spells all over the screen that instantly gave everything on the screen ten corrupting blood stacks, so it was really good quality of life. And I was just cycloning and mashing frost blink through the map. Didn't do enough damage. It was very painful. It took me twenty minutes to kill Drox. <laughs> and it's a uh, man living in self-imposed convolution. Yeah, I'm like yep. he doesn't actually play the game. He just does whatever the fuck he wants. And I'm I'm so proud of you as a human. It is playing the game. No, I mean like. You, the beauty path, it's a sandbox. Yeah, you can you do what the fuck the you sand. want. I'm so glad you're not one of those people that are like, if I'm not crushing endgame, I'm having a bad time, you know? Like, do it, yeah, fucking play how yeah, you want. Yeah, usually I'm, I'm okay with like, oh, this build is obviously suboptimal, but I'm still having fun playing the build. This one was actually so little damage that at some point I stopped having fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's... Yeah, yeah, that's like, I was at the end of my investment. There was I could have spent 100 exalts and I would have improved one item... And I guess I could have gotten in power four, but that would only give me like 20k DPS. Now imagine if that build worked last league, and then someone played a different build 
that was so strong and then they nerfed that and then yours died by like shockwave that's how like every single person that's ever been wronged feels when their builds die because it's usually yeah. not their shitty niche build that gets destroyed that, that's else. sort of what happened to me because that the league that i decided to start playing corrupting fever was when everything around it got nerfed why that's so when you stop happens I, I was busy with something else when it came out right so i was like i'll get that i'll so get to that know. next league uh, yeah, that's and the next league happened. We've all done that. Played a build too late. I I kind of get that feel. I try to now be really active. Like I played eleven builds this league. I try to be as active as I can. Trying to play anything I think is on the chopping block because I don't want to have like, you know, I don't want to not be able to do it ever again. Because there is some times where ever again has is currently still happening. Like to the extent of like winter orb, since it's massive nerf, can be replicated at very high investment, but like not nearly. It's it's, it's a totally different build now. Like. You kind of missed the. If you didn't do it, then you missed the window. I feel like that's definitely the case yeah. with forbidden right totems now. Is if you didn't play it, hmm. this league, it's probably not going to happen in the next four or five years. Like it's definitely possible. So I, I kind of get that. Not to say fear of missing out, but like I just want to grasp the opportunity to experience it while I can. Which is kind of. It was interesting. Like I remember Chris said something during the Q and A afterwards about like they purposely don't make high end content, um, not like unlimitedly accessible, but like accessible. In a, in a common fashion and then like skew the drop rates lower because they want you to have the things feel more impactful. I might be butcher, butchering how he's saying this, but anyone know what I'm talking about when he was saying like to maybe increase the drop rates response of the Moderate. higher tier content? Yeah. Is it the Maelstrom story that he likes to tell? Where yes, they, it was initially, the had, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. initially had the end game and people would just because there was no cost on doing the most difficult content, people would jump to that not be able to do it, get mad, and then stop playing. And it's they like, put a cost on doing it, and then people enjoyed it more. That's another example of where, like, that's like, it maybe something that was proposed in the problem-solution format that I just felt like was never a problem. Like, any, even, like, I played when Maelstrom was a thing, and doing, even though when Maelstrom was openly accessible, it's not that I, did, like, didn't find it rewarding, or, like, I wouldn't do it because, at times, it wasn't the most beneficial thing. Like, running Felfren Ruin six-party chest opening was the more beneficial thing. Or other things were more beneficial at the time, so I, I don't feel like that's really ever the case. Like if I had unlimited access to Uber Blights effectively, it doesn't mean I'd sit all day doing Uber Blight. Or I feel like I would do it less. I would just do it whenever I want to do it, and I don't think that would change. I guess it's hard to say. I mean, you can't know because it's not the case. I was of the mindset of I'll play a build once it's balanced, but once I realized that they don't balance things, they destroy things. It took it took me a while to make to make that to learn that. But they they tend not to balance; they tend to decimate. Oh, that's no, that's that's too kind of a word, decimate. That's only like ten percent. Like they I, well, utterly, I, think only 10%. I never played Winter, winter yeah. Orb, and I, I I am that person who's like, wow, that's a really broken build. I'll play it next league, and then it doesn't survive. So fuck that. My new motto is play one build for uh, like four weeks wait for the meta to be discovered sure there's the week one meta that do- who cares there's week two meta yeah. no one gives a shit there's the one month and a half like the, meta the that 40 percent of yeah. people are playing i will happily grind the 100x you need to get the, the good gear for it and i will play that broken piece of shit so i can actually enjoy end game content because i've got the oh. time and i'm patient for it and then when they destroy it like they did fucking forbidden right wrist i don't oh, no, props to them they didn't kill totems. I'm so proud of them for fucking up Forbidden Right, but not fucking up everything else. That's amazing. It's the one time... My finger's blurry. It's the one time where I could have waited, but I'm I'm done waiting. Fuck it. Whatever's meta, 
in a month from now, I'm playing and I'm going to love it. It's that's been the case for a lot a lot of times. The, this time, I, I don't think it was the case for everything except for Forbidden Rights. Like Spectral Shield throws numbers probably get cut by somewhere like twenty to thirty percent damage, but the mechanics are effectively the same, so it should operate honestly okay. Um, especially the bleed variation really wasn't touched that much. Like overall, I think it would still be probably better than a lot of other bleed builds. But yeah, like tactful nerfs aren't really their forte, and it, it kind of does. Uh, create like a, you know, f- like a fear of missing out. If like if I don't, uh, you know, capitalize on this, then I won't have a chance to do it again. And then I feel like I'm now pigeonholed into playing a build because I feel like I'm missing out. And then maybe that's impacting your game experience. But that's just going to happen anyway because of Path of Exile. Like you're never going to, like the player who's playing an hour a day is not going to use all of their master missions. There's just not enough time. So you're going to be missing out on something. That's just kind of like a mindset you have to shake in a way because otherwise you're just going to be permasad playing Path. Like, you can't use all of your currency in a league. You can't use all of your resources. It's never going to happen. Even if you go permit, like, liquid all the time on all your currency. You're just still going to have shit to do. And you'll never have enough time to do it. Yeah, and that's, that's by design. The game wants yep. to keep you coming back to use the shiny new thing you got. Or uh, chase that new bit of endgame you didn't quite reach. Um, which is great with the uh, the super duper endgame that they're adding. Yep. Yeah, I, I much prefer continue to add more content as opposed to restrict access to existing content. So you're saying you're sure. against Kadir th- getting deleted? <laughs> I don't really care if he's gone as I don't think Perendis, yeah. I don't think Perendis counts as content. Um, I no. never once got something good from Perendis. Just, Although yeah. there was the one time where there was a there was an end league challenge where it was like you know open fifty Prandis chests and I got like a seven league step out of a chest or something that was the one time that Prandis was good for me and now those are going to be uh, those uniques will still exist it's just Prandis won't so nothing of value was lost. I feel like I derailed your uh, thought process there, Octavian. I I only heard the one part where I could make a joke. It's okay. What were you Don't saying about it? No, um. I was just going to say that my one concern, as as always it is with adding the next tier of uber-duber content, is that you will eventually reach the point where it becomes something that players feel they need to accomplish and eventually maybe yeah. are entitled to accomplishing. You know, like for me, the the last big one there was feared and... I have referred in a number of podcasts to feared as optional content, and I've gotten pushback on that a number of times from you yeah. know, commenters and stuff. Because in my mind, feared is... You guys ever watch that YouTube video from like the early 2000s by Neil Ciceraga where it was the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny, where he's just mm-hmm. singing about how like Batman was fighting Superman, was fighting John Wayne, was fighting... You know, I was this, singing that, that last night, but yes. that That's what fucking feared feels like to me. It's just a kid taking all their action figures and putting them together and going, wouldn't it be really cool if you could fight... It's fucking sure. Elder and Shaper and Aziri and Cortex and Q all at the same time. And like in my mind, that that's not core content. That's all of the most dangerous endgame bosses in Path of Exile in a room at once. How how can you say that every build needs to be able to do that? Clearly I, I, not every build will be able to do that, and that's fine. Yeah, it's just uh, the, it's the I, fact I, that like Echoes is, is being locked. Part of Echoes is locked by it, I think, is what feels a little bad, I guess, for somebody. I can. I can. I'm a living that. counterexample. Yeah, that's none okay. of my builds can You're ever do You're not every build. Oh, that's good. 
The, uh, the difference I, is, I think it's not like a unique that's gated. It's access to the end game that's gated behind it. I like that, to prefer, me, that, that's the problem, I would say. I would prefer if they tweaked up the drop rates of some of the really powerful boss uniques to make it, you know, appropriately rewarding to do feared and move the passive points to some other accomplishment somewhere else in the game. I don't know. Even if it's just like doing Uber Ed's here gets you one uncharted point and then doing Cortex gets you one uncharted point. Like something more accessible because as it's as it stands now, like the only reason I do fear it is not for the like you say it's not for the drop. I don't do it for the drops. Yeah. I do it to unlock it and they don't touch it again because it's not really rewarding considering the effort to put into it. Like I'd rather not do all the prerequisites and not would do you, the feared once I have it unlocked. Would you rather it be something you can grind towards? Like do a hundred of a thing and you slowly get it re- unlocked? Realistically, everything in Path is better when it's deterministically accessible. Like, but I'd this rather, is deterministically yeah. accessible. I'd rather, I'd rather you do like stepping succeed. stones and giant leaps. But it's I mean, not yes, giant no, leaps it, it, because it starts it, off with something simple and then if you want the whole tree it, it unlocked, is, do the hard thing, but you can get 80% of it sure. and manage without But I think, it, again, them. it comes back to, like, if to do that content, like Octavian was saying, not all builds can do it. So now I feel like I'm forcing myself to play would be a week four meta build, such as, like, Forbidden Right. Like, I feel like I have to play this now so I can access the content, so I can finally unlock the Atlas, and I can be, and now I can play the game. Like, it reminds me of, like, South Park, where it's like, oh, what do we do now? Now we can actually enjoy ourselves. Like, you know, I, I don't, I want to have to, I want to get everything base unlocked, and now I could play Path. To I just want to map mindlessly, like... To be fair, that South Park episode was kind of meant to be a parody of that mindset. Like, you don't sure. need yeah, those last to. two Maven points for the Atlas to be rewarding. I no, and for, me, this. for me, it's not an issue. Like, none of this is an issue for me because of the amount of time I play. But I, mm-hmm. I totally can, like, you know, simpatico with someone who's like, oh, like, oh, uh, he has, like, it's not, it's not as much as, like, saying, oh, he has this, I want this. It's like, oh, everyone can have this. Like, this is yeah. up to be accessed I just don't have either. I'm not good enough, or my build isn't good enough, or I can't do it. It's the and that kind of it makes me feel worse. Like you toolbox know? fallacy, which is I can't do something until I have this. It's like I can't play the end game until I have my perfect magic find character. It, I know, can't do maps until I've rolled a hundred of, of feared, them. It's kind of true because you can't do the feared. I was, I was, I'm not not I get down you, the I get gauntlet you. of like, but you oh, can't yeah. do the feared with like fire trap. Really, like it, there's certain you things like to. you just. Like, you can't no, you do it have with to. Fire Trap. All right, well, there is a specifically to build Fire Trap that does so much damage. Of all the fucking skills I pulled out of my ass, <laughs> I had to, like... No, I, don't, I shouldn't nitpick. You're absolutely right. There are some skills that do not scale to feared viable, and that list gets smaller if you say Solo Self Found, and it gets even smaller if you say... And then, like, to that, I don't, I don't want to respond when someone, like... Not to put myself in the position, but like someone asked me, like, so what do I do then? My response is just play a better build or just be better. Just There's not do much something past that, but, really, that you can do. Okay, but to springboard off of this discussion, because initially what I wanted to talk about was the new Uber Duber Endgame stuff, which I need a better phrase to describe. Um, I said also, you're fine. <laughs> is it, game. Go ahead. Is it then fine? Like, what is the content that it's fine if there's builds that can't do it? Is it fine that there's builds that can't do Wave 30 Simulacrum? Is it fine? I think it's fine because it doesn't do. It doesn't affect mapping. That's that's the difference. Is it fine that Uber Breach drops from Deformed and not anywhere else? Front hidden, Uh, hidden formed. Yeah, I I think that's fine because again, none of this affects mapping. If I'm running a tier one map, I want my my mapping experience to be affected by like what I have unlocked. And nothing Mm -hmm. in Simulacrum is going to make me my my tier one map any better just because I've had like. I've had a rough day. I want to do like chill maps, I, and then that's not going to be affected by it. Like, I think if it affects mapping, it should be realistically accessible by someone who's 
playing maybe like a mom and pop build. Like that's understandable. That's that's, that's the one caveat I would say. But like, at the same time, I totally agree. Um, maps are probably the place where every build should be able to do the content. Yeah. Like I'm pretty maps sure are sacred. It's, like, possible. It's, sacred it's possible to do a tier 16 map with conversion trap if you really, yeah. really wanted to. You could that's, do it. Now, that doesn't beard, exist. Literally, not, no. That skill isn't real. You convert worms. But, um, you yeah, can. I mean, if it affects mapping, it affects my access to what I can do in mapping or, like, the potential of how my maps can be in a realistic fashion. I think it shouldn't be, like, gated behind something. Like, even, but even, like, to push another example, as far as the fear doesn't just access by builds, I got my first Cortex to drop three days ago. In expedition, Eva. Congratulations! And I found two cortexes from Zana, but Maven doesn't witness Zana, so it doesn't work then. So mm. like, it, it kind of just feels really fucking bad when some things like you can't even really like. You know what the best way to get cortexes in Solo Southbound? It's just running tier fourteens right to the boss and leaving, doing one every thirty seconds, not doing anything else in the map. Like that kind of feels bad. It's not even just about of like this is the best method of efficacy, and this is how I'm choosing to go about it. Like there's nothing you could do to get synth maps. So to get something behind like that level of RNG. And then I can't fully access the Atlas, the end game, because of it. It feels like it's less of like this is my progression through the extended acts, you know. Like I, I feel like the way that they frame it at least is, oh, I'm like I've got to maps now. Now it's like I've been, you know, the end game, and I get to like I get to get my watchstones, I get to do my mavens, and then I could just like relax and map. But would you I say can't the, because I don't have Cortex. the favorite system works the same way? Because for you to finally get what map you want to run, you have to have done everything else and unlock everything for the favorite system. Does that make sense? Except that, I mean, doing the specific map you want to do, I think, is a luxury if it's only running it versus just being able to map. Like, the luxury right. is, like, I can only, I get to do, like, nothing but strands. The, the difference is you could do infinite red maps, effectively. Mm-hmm. It just might not be the, the one you, like, my favorite map. Like, maybe maybe it's like, oh, look, a strand drop. I get to run three, you know, a strand. That's exciting. And then eventually it's like, oh, mostly strands are dropping. That's even more exciting. But I think that's, like, not a, that's, like, a level of privilege to have to get to run your favorite map versus just being able to map. Like, being able to map well, should be, like, an innate right, kind of. Would it then be fine to swap the rewards? You unlock 100%. the yeah. you, you unlock the two passive points for a region by doing sure. a bunch of the maps yeah. in the region, and you get favorites by doing yeah. the Maven rewards? I don't know. I think that would make much more sense, yeah. You could even do it like... The, like I mean, it's kind of like how Oshabi works. Like, once you kill Oshabi, you get more room like you could you could use harvest to its really fullest extent with 10 slots effectively even in solo cell phone you benefit from what crafts you get you do your side projects yada yada but like oh it gets a little juicier if i kill a shabby like it's kind of the same way with mapping it's like oh i get to do maps i get to you know run my maps i like because i'm in you know focusing on those regions it's like oh i get a little bit more juice out of the favorite system it's not I, like i have gated yeah. access it's just it does make sense much that it, it seems like it's around the wrong way like, you yeah. do your random map rewards and your random mavens, and then you get, like, RNG loot, and then there's an extra one for that RNG loot that is the maven invitations, and then that unlocks a skill point which benefits your normal mapping experience. It seems like it should be around the other way, where the end game RNG boss, maybe if they had, like, more uniques or something that could drop from the form, the hidden and stuff, and then make that the reward instead of a skill point that just benefits your casual experience. Because even your your reward for your big end game 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 fuck your reward for your big end game boss fight is something that casuals would want instead of something that people that are farming big end game boss fights would want. So the motivation is only there for the casual people, and the casual people can't do it. I mean, I sure it's an end game goal they can have and set their mind towards, and it keeps people coming back. But it 
that doesn't necessarily feel good. You can always make the, the first round can be deterministic in the fact that, like, if I do one of each Breach Lord, it guarantee drops an invitation that I could do that fight. But mm-hmm. that's not the case, because I've done 30 Breach Lords at the beginning of the league and not had a, a fear, or a, whatever it's called, to drop. So you could you could do it. So it's like, oh, you do the four, then you get the, the piece to the puzzle, then you unlock the thing. And after that, it's all kind of, like, random for more farmability. But as long as there's, like... like not even have to be like, I don't, I don't want you to hold my hand. I just wanted it to be like a f- framework in place where there's like some sort of clear path to progression. I don't even mean just the spooling. I just mean like the whole uh, point of casual people like can't even kill it. And so the reward yeah. that you get for it is specifically aimed at casual people. I mean, it's not, it's everyone wants, everyone wants Maven points. Sure. But... How else would you motivate people that aren't motivated to do endgame bosses to at least try it? Because how would they know if they like something if they don't try it? And so if there isn't something there for them to want that they could use, like Maven points, why would they even bother? Hard to say, because sometimes they don't even have the option of trying it. That's, that's I guess, the problem to a degree also. You know, you might not know you like it because you can't even try it if you wanted to. But again, that's only a, really a strict problem for Solo Cell Found. It's like that guy who kills Cyrus, attempts Cyrus once every league because his playtime is so low. And he gets to this point, like, a couple days yeah. ago, he's like, I finally attempted Cyrus in Expedition, I still failed. To be fair, though, that's also him not being good enough at the game to a degree, because... Yeah, but previously that's the same I, logic I, like, of people that to... can't get the last Maven skill points, is they're just not good enough, so get good. Except except the difference there is that with Watchstones, there's a, there's a, a definitive progression, and with Dropping Cortex, there isn't. Yeah, I, I could play an hour a day, and I could... Almost to the day on the mark after two weeks, I'll be able to get to Cirrus, even in the previous system. But if you're in a but trade league, which what everything's balanced around, you're playing SSF, you're specifically signing yeah. up. That's like someone playing yeah. hard mode SSF or whatever. You're signing up for that pain. It's balanced around trade. The whole point is you sure. can go do the content that you like. You still have to go do this Maven fight. Oh, well, I've been in Delve for seven hours. Here's some money. I'm going to buy a Cortex and I'm going to attempt it. Because that's yes. how the economy yeah. works. For sure. I'm more saying just if you, like, gun to my head, you gave me two weeks and said get a Cortex, I couldn't promise it. But that's I could promise you I could finish 40 Watchstones. Well, that, yeah. that, that's the that's my point, is that there's only, the only system of the end game is locked behind RNG is this one real one, everything else is basically farmable. So, you, you, you can work towards You've it. got a solution. I don't know how much it costs, $1,000, 10000 just buy a div card, my dude. You can't anymore. Why not? <laughs> yeah, you just, just, just message him, man. I slide, have. They said no. Slide into their DMs. They probably know you. They know you by name. He's like, nope. Yeah, they look still like I, we don't have secret access. The email came in. No, you've got you got the opposite of secret access. The email came in. They're like, oh, this this has been flagged in our system. They looked at the rats like, do not deal with this man. It's just a picture of your face on the wall. Awesome. Like, well, I'm on the oh, com- I'm not, sorry, we don't sell those anymore. House. What a pity. Okay. Speaking of Jim, we have our this week. We're doing another charity event. Again, I only just cut my hair. It's not long enough yet. You could shave whatever else you want. I mean, that's up to you. Who says I haven't already? Oh, boy. Hubba uh, hubba. Again? Charitable really? man. Okay. Charity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. At $10,000, Slippery Jim will shave his eyebrows. Yep. <laughs> Fuck that. And replace them with real caterpillars. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Probably I think for the goal if we get to ten grand, you should go try to eat a huntsman spider in the wild. Fuck that! Those things are terrifying. Are they, yeah, go try to eat a huntsman. Poisonous? They are. Yeah, but they're, they're venomous. I don't think they're not poisonous. As in, you can, think, or they're, they're not they're not toxic. Just they're make sure you don't they're have not, uh, wounds in your digestive system. 
Yeah. And then you can eat one. It's about catching. Pop out the fangs. No, I don't want to. Jim, don't eat spiders. No shit. Don't Stop eat any. Spiders. Don't, don't, don't. Don't shoot them alone. Tell you They're what you nice. Can and can't do. Just leave them alone. You can eat spiders. Jim wants to. What? Why are you eating so I'm many spiders? E- I'm not eating spiders. Yeah. Just dozens. We're already pouring a brimming really cup just of spiders. Bowls full of spiders. This is how coronavirus started, probably. <laughs> the average person awesome. eats three spiders a year in their sleep. That's and then Jim. Like, you know, that's actually far too low of an estimate because spiders really <laughs> like more numbers places. Up. No one eats yeah. spiders, but there's one guy really high on the spectrum because that's how average uh, yes. Some guy's just <laughs> fucking spiders shoveling him down. Yeah, yeah. Spiders Funnily Gaylord enough, eats a billion spiders a year. He's an outlier and should not be counted. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't believe that's the spider eater. But there was a giant fucking huntsman in my sister's bed and she it had was. um yeah, no, it, I didn't eat it. Fuck off. She rolled over <laughs> in her sleep and squashed it, and it's just a Did giant it? dead huntsman in her bed. It was terrifying. I mean, one, why were you in your sister's bed? Two, it was the morning, and we sleep in the lounge room because we are poor. There's a mattress in front of the TV, man. It's prime life. You gotta try it. I think the next charity event should be for you, honestly, at this point. <laughs> eat spiders, sleeps in cardboard. I, dude. This goes on. Legitimately, someone asked me, hey Jim, what's going to be your cosplay to start a league? I have nothing planned, but I do have like 15 cardboard boxes I might just deck out. You know? That seems pretty. It makes no con. There's no context and there's no reason to do it aside from the fact that I have them. So I'm not poor. I've got cardboard boxes. Yeah. He's rich in spirit. Yep. Draw whatever cosplay you want on the cardboard boxes. Oh shit! I didn't even think yet. of that. That's awesome. And yeah, yeah, you could do. You could. Uh, you could draw. Start writing the patch notes, and you can just say your patch notes. Like draw the write down the patch notes on your chest. Just write them this down is the by same hands. level of effort as quarterback for Halloween. Yeah. Just like duct tape, like print out and duct tape all the patch notes. And we don't have quarters. All right. Well, same, same. So what's the what's the theme of the charity thing this time? Oh, I don't know. Whatever you want. Just pick a charity. You do all Spiders. the work. I just slap my name on it. Spiders for America. There we go. Oh, fuck yeah. You have every every child in America needs a spider, and I will ship them one. <laughs> yeah. That's our mission. Give each <laughs> man, woman, and child one spider. Whether there are millions going hungry across the globe, and we intend to give all of them spiders. We're like yep. Santa. We break in at night and just put spiders down their throats. You can give us money to accomplish this, but even if you don't, we will still accomplish this. Yep. You can, only, make, you can only hasten this process. You, you cannot can, just stop you it. You can pay to opt out of a free spider. Dark. This is like the advertisement, uh, this woman will put bees in your home. Is oh, there no. a way to make her stop? I pay her. Yeah. There she stops the you bees. Her, you won't put bees in your home. Now that's an effective advertisement. Extortion charity. Hmm. Yeah. My, fa- my father did pay to have bees put in his home because he's taking up beekeeping. Oh, wow. Well. In the house, not like in the backyard. Yeah, Just a covered Generous definition of home. Loose so in the, the backyard, yes. On the yeah. property. My dad's a weird guy. He he makes up houses and stuff for a living. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you. He makes up houses and stuff for a living. And we don't talk all that much, but he occasionally just sends me a text out of the blue with no context. And he was repairing an old house up in northeastern Mass, and he sent me a text of just a picture of a tub halfway through a doorway, and the caption just said, tub goes outside. And that was it. He didn't say anything else after that. I said, like, hey, Dad, and he didn't respond after Hell that. Yeah. He didn't say shit for, like, another three days. It was just, oh, goes outside. That's the person I aspire to be. Yeah. 
<laughs> does your does your when your dad text? Does he use dots instead of spaces by chance? Sometimes, yes. He also every message I send him, he reacts to because on his little Android phone, yeah. he has the ability to yeah. do like an emote. So he'll he'll like every single message. Which honestly, it, it gives me the warm fuzzies. When I see every time my dad seen. liked my message. Every time my dad texts me, he p- puts dots instead of space and always comes off as passive aggressive. He's like, if you w- you know, if you want dot dot dot, I'm like, what? Is this <laughs> are you being real or what is this? Wait he a second, you guys have dads? Oh, I got bees you. outside though. Yeah, fuck yeah, derailed. Off for a pack of smokes. Uh, what was uh, what was everyone's dinner. favorite change from patch notes thing as introduced? Oh shit, let me read patch notes real quick. Yes, it's not your patch notes. True. Um, well, just thing new thing. Uh, what amuses me is there was a bug where magic and rare monsters in area level eighty five plus had half the life they were supposed to. That's a very funny bug. That yeah. was making expeditions that Danig would sell to you a lot easier. I Oh yeah. I'm a little spooked to think that they probably would have killed me a lot if I if that bug hadn't been there. Mm-hmm. Well, they're no longer to be the case anymore, so it's a moot point, I guess. Glacial Hammer no longer has a 15% damage penalty against players. This is the buff that I was waiting for. Glacial Hammer yeah. build incoming. Hall of Grandmasters viable. Legally. I'm a big fan of the Spectre nerf. The single Spectre. Not the Spectre mm-hmm. gem, just the uh, Syndicate operatives. I'm really a big I fan got, of them. Getting I got nerfed. buffed, actually. Yeah. The, I mean, Awakened Gems buff was massive. Like, Very surprised, honestly, about yeah, the forgot about buff that. across the board. So huge for so many builds. Like some things just gained like two, three gem levels, like out of nowhere, and mm-hmm. then just like crush and like and, you know, intimidate exposure. I mean, any any Ellie attack build just has reflectability now, which is like cool. Sure, that's random as fuck, but that's, I'll take it. So it's like there's a lot of stuff that I think that's honestly the unsung hero of like the buffs was the awakened gems. Granted, it it's a little bit you know bougie, but like. And there's a lot of trade league builds that will run four awakened gems, and like they all just got massively better. Some of them just got mi- like I say minor damage. It's like four to five percent more damage, but some of them just gained gem levels out of nowhere. Some of them gained on hit effects that are exclusive, like getting crushes like hard to get um, exposures. So there's like a lot of things like that that are really really strong for those gems. Mm, trying to think of one thing that I would hone in on. Um... I really like, it's a pretty small thing, but I really like the addition of Tornado. I think it's an incredibly yeah. cool design of a skill, and it's going to have a I'm lot of use. absolutely going to use it. You can play yeah. Twister Tornado, because Twisters are projectiles. Yeah, you can play Sackle Twister Tornado. I mean, it's going to be like shit. Twister Tornado play. build. Yeah, fuck it. I, I hope it's slow. I hope it stays in one spot. Oh, it's it's definitely not slow. Yeah, Without that's good though, because I, right I place it on top of four active cremations and get another 10% damage. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of was hoping it was more of like a spell slinger edition, but it definitely seems Rain like it's skill. more of like a yeah. Like, it seems like it's more of like a high. Just feel like I'm gonna dump it on a rare or a boss, and this is gonna give me like a huge chunk of single, which is totally fine. Why like not? It's both? effectively making a lot of builds. It's kind of like what Hydrosphere does, which I was very surprised wasn't nerfed on a tangent. But I think things like that just you know are effectively make clear builds have like two stage skills for a single target. I want to think Hydrosphere wasn't nerfed because of that one clip where someone's trying to chain hook a Hydrosphere and they chain hook their worm and it pulls them one foot into yeah yeah, one foot into the memory game. There were that was so sad. 
that yeah. there were two people that were able to kill Maven and Gauntlet in this last Gauntlet, and Karn was so close to being the third. So close. He had it. His build was strong team. enough. He was going to kill Maven and Solus Alpha in, in fucking Gauntlet with an Onigurashi build. Like, yeah. my god. All the eight of his damage. <laughs> yeah, watching the Gauntlet builds is, is brutal. Um, yeah, so I think that that may have rescued Hydrosphere. I mean, I the, the kind of forever meme is that like you know every league they they do tend to look at like Gauntlet or private leagues or like the last week of Reddit and just like pick what gets nerfed and what gets saved. But I'm really surprised that Hydrosphere and Sniper's Mark were not touched. That like blew, blew my mind. Kind of oh, Sniper's Mark is insane. Uh, Sniper's Mark is degenerately good. The 75 percent like, increased mark effectiveness on Deadeye with Sniper's Mark, strong. insane. And they actually they buffed Sniper's Mark also because it was previously like molesting your mana pool if you were to hit the same rare multiple times and now it only triggers once and then refreshes when it drops off versus like constant application so if you have like a whatever snipers on hit ringer like you're through like a method or somehow you snipers on hit previously if you hit a rare if you hit it multiple times it would just keep reapplying and it would eat your mana up but now it just puts it on and like doesn't keep eating your mana up which is super nice I was kind of surprised there was no movement skill changes a little bit um, I think people were already mad enough, like in the gauntlet, about all the movement skill changes that already like happened. Darky I think they dying, didn't need to uh, nerf it even yeah. more. Yeah, Darky is specifically that was had a lot to say. And yeah, there's all these posts about, oh, you know, I can't do Cirrus because I use Leap Slam. That's just. I mean, I, I don't think it's required. I'm just, I'm just surprised that was personally. I've never had an issue with it. I didn't have an issue even after the change. I just I'm surprised it didn't get buffed because of the like the overall people like complaint. I feel like that was the final complaint after they rectified mana changes a little bit after they rectified like the ailment immunity from flasks. That was like the last thing that was like nerfed and wasn't really buffed. And I'm so surprised it wasn't like they didn't cave in that kind of. They they also didn't like. I mean, they're adding powerful uniques and they're changing the passageway a bunch. So. And then they also changed, like, Ignite Scaling. So there's a lot of places where damage is shifting, but they didn't go back and revert the damage changes to support gems and stuff. I guess that's outside no, of Woke Gems. So. That, that, that's kind of like, I'm sure you could probably... It might be back to that baseline after the Awakened Gems and Masteries. It could be yeah, closer, it, better to that. It's Yeah, we just don't know what the Masteries are. Bex did tweet a little bit ago saying that if people praise Kuduku enough, there's a chance that the Masteries get released today. So mm. Kuduku instead we'll of Tukan. Ah, promoting heresy. Yeah. Why not Katava? Mm. It's Corruption League. Also, Lydia, are you playing RuneScape? I am right now, yes. I, I can hear it. I can he- I heard it when <sighs> your mic keying in, because you're just spamming, you're clicking. I'm like, there's no way he's playing Peely. He must be fucking crafting in RuneScape or something. <laughs> <sighs> I, need, I need cakes. That's, that makes sense. There's never not a moment where I'm on my computer and not playing at least three games at once. That's, That's just a fact. Multitasking. Always, even during stream. Yeah. I have like 17 tabs of idle games open. Good. RuneScape in particular was so exhausting for me because everything required just insane mouse precision. I mean, yeah, I mean it's most of it you can sit there in AFK, but a lot of it, you're it's all clicking. Yep, I mean, there's there's less effective, just like in Path, there's less effective yeah. routes that become more AFK, um, and they are benefited by quality of life and then just the chill factor. But 
there's always going to be some more f- efficient method that grants you more damage or more whatever. I mean, it's no different than like playing two stage skills in path. A lot of times, playing two stage skills is like strictly better damage. Case in point, cremation archmage, which like Dark used a couple leagues ago. But boy, oh boy, there's a lot of fucking buttons, you know, to do these certain things. Do people um, complain about their wrists in RuneScape? People complain. Full stop. Okay. Just. <laughs> It just doesn't really like, I saw it mean it was something like doesn't matter. Like, they can't take away our crabs or something. I don't understand the RuneScape community. Yeah, maybe just one guy with an STD, but like aside from that, it's all fine. <laughs> like, okay. Here, this, yeah, this I mean, should give you some insight into my character. Uh, I played a lot of RuneScape. I I mostly played mini games and stuff, so I had like eighteen hundred total or something, and no skill capes. I never had the patience for any skill capes. I had like 98 strength, and that was the closest I got. And I had like, I had a maxed Iron Man, like with complete yep. escape almost. So, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> the dichotomy contri- continues. But to be fair, I just yep. started group Iron I Man. Didn't even, I didn't even make it to serious this league. <laughs> You're that guy. <laughs> You're that one guy. I, I was like, I got all the footage I need. Now I'll work on the video. And then I work on a song for two months and I don't finish it. And I'm like, well, Valid. This time I will stagger my schedule so that instead of like last time I got the video out like one day before the next league started when it was already completely irrelevant and 80% nerfed. This time I'm like, okay, I'll have the song yeah. ready beforehand and then I'll upload it as soon as possible and then disappear for two months and make another song. Valid. Um, unrelated, totally. They had, they buffed this patch concoction, added a new concoction buffed a, a couple things like Absolution a little bit. They, they buffed it pretty heavily during League. Really fucking surprised they didn't buff Reaper, but the reason I think I'm surprised is because I don't, I don't think they know what to do because it's a, it's a bit of an, an anomalous scenario. There's never been a build that requires one minion and the game isn't balanced around any of the scaling being based off of one minion, so nothing kind of adds up. Well, we got Link skills now, or at least optionally Link Sure, but like the benchmark for a, a minion build is effectively if I could walk, like not movement skill, but if I could walk across the screen, everything should be effectively dead mm. by the time I get from point A to point B. And if you if your minion build isn't doing that, it's really not doing its job for like an automated system minion build. And Reaper 100% does not do that at the moment or come close to that. Um, yeah, from what I've seen of Reaper builds, they're a little more like bossing oriented. There's a ton get of single target, and there's like yeah. ways to ghetto use them. Previously with Arcanist Brand, and then you could use Steel Skills, and like it all just seems like you're kind of not doing it for us. In- I mean, that could have been their intended purpose, but not as described, at least. Like, I don't think when they announced Reaper, people were going to be using Arcanist Brand Steel Skills to like make it have shit tier clear from like impossible clear to shit tier clear. Like, it feels pretty rough. Um, so I'm just surprised like that wasn't touched, but I guess it's kind of like the ultimatum situation where maybe like we don't know how to fully implement a better version or a change. So we're just going to like keep on the DL for now. Make it an RL and give it a synthesis ring. Yeah. <laughs> I liked there was there was that brief period of time. I think it was the patch that Herald of Purity came out and people everyone ran like a minion guardian that league or something. So yep. the the way that it worked was they built the character for clear speed and they built the minions for single target. And I feel like that's the way to go with Reaper, but I not sure how to go about that. It doesn't survive. I mean, you, you know what, like, I'm going to say they're out of touch with this, but like in this specific scenario, it launched and within six hours, they doubled its health and res. 
Like yeah, that, I knew the I'm Reaper sure was going to be bad from I'm reading not sure it. How that but... got, and I leaked started. I'm not sure how the fuck that got through, but like, beg, and then they buffed it again, like quintupled its bleed damage. So it just, yeah, I, I don't I think saw it's a quite single damage. minion, and I was like, bleed. Yeah, it's um, it, it still has like the effective damage of like having like two and a half carrier and golems and half the clear, but it's it's so cool, and I always I thought that like. It kind of reminded me of the tornado thing where they have the verbiage on it where it's like you can have a you know, maximum number of one. Um, and then my first thought is, hmm, does that mean we can possibly have more than just one eventually? Is there room to get a maximum number of two? I'd love to see two, two or three tornadoes or two or three reapers, but then they start eating mm-hmm. each other? I don't know. So it's just, I uh, feel like two or three reapers cool. is, it contradicts the philosophy of the skill, so I feel like that's yeah. not going to happen. But that, that might be the only way to fix it. You can just, you can just give it Soul Eater. I think that'd be fine. Mm-hmm. That's like it's the Reaper. thematic change. That's why it makes it's so much Reaper, sense. It so increases its clear, increases survivability, and it makes sense and thematically. But I suppose it might be somewhat abusable with worms and bosses, but otherwise, like for the most part, yeah, giving it, it more clear wouldn't yeah. make it OP against the boss. You could let it has a bleed build, up. right? It's you a bleed build, so it doesn't even benefit from Soul Eater. Yeah, it target, really. benefit from Soul Eater. So it's can, honestly the perfect fix. And you could quote make, me on that, but uh, when it's eaten, another one it powers up, and then it can't eat one that isn't a higher tier it, than it. And then you could have a little one and a big one, and then you summon another little one, and then they eat each other, and then they power up like <laughs> that was like, that was like the extra months. slap in the face. Was its whole mechanic about eating stuff wasn't really worth doing. Mm. It wasn't a buff strong enough to merit the effort, unless you could somehow it basically automate just it, prevented was, you from using other minions. Yeah, I, I mean that that's, like, idea, that's a yeah. massive that's a massive downside, like not having enemy because you just you just lose fortify and calling strike like that's huge. I think they wanted to like really push the idea of the the single minion build. You know, you yeah. and your your big deadly shadow, you and your, you and your friend friend. <laughs> I really did like not there yet, Bob. Oh yeah, Bob, the animated Davis, guardian. That was a great yeah. build. Yep. There's um, it, it's not. I guess it's not a strictly like just the anime guardian build, but the chains of command build got a buff with one of the new uniques they revealed. The one that causes oh, yeah, the kills kill nearby thing. to be credited to you, because if you give that to your anime guardian, then kills are credited to the guardian and then it keeps summoning swords. That's so huge for our colors thing though. Like, yes, that as well. That is like, to me, that first thing I saw, I was like, holy shit, our colors thing is just going to go infinite spiders. Like that was one of the annoying things kind of about it, but that's definitely a cool. Did, I like that again. It's like unique. Uniques are nice, you know. It's nice did to see. Did that still work? Uh, when the spiders poison something and they die to that poison, that counts as your kill. Did that still mm-hmm. work? Yeah. Okay. So people would use speakers. People would yeah. use speakers wreath in order to generate kills before. Um, because if speakers wreath would only allow your minions to kill minion hits to kill ignited enemies, so they would never kill them with the hits as long as you never ignited enemies. Um, but it's like, do you want to give up your glove slot or your hat slot now? You kind of have the choice. Hmm. There are so yep. many useful unique gloves. They, they they put all the really cool stuff in one slot. You only pick one. For sure. That's kind of like how boots are with rares. Uh, the rare slot for boot is one of the most competitive slots in the entire game now. Well, especially with like Maven Awakened shit. It's almost like ascendancies. You can have like, you can have boots that are just degenerate now. With like multiple like tailwinds on onslaughts, uh, five projectile pierces. Like the list for boots is like way stronger than a lot of other slots. You think they've like so locked themselves in with like if they want to make another quote unquote headhunter equivalent item, it's gonna have to be a belt. Like they're gonna no. start specializing uniques. Like they can't bring out saying. like 
You can't bring out both a, exist. a broken ass chase boot unique because you have to remember and all the other if, broken ass slots. If the drawback is contradictory to the existing ones. I just mean, well, uh, the ones that would have to be contradictory to would be like the best Head in slot. Yeah, yeah, or the best in slot yeah. amulet or whatever. Uh, yeah. It seems like they just keep making things that are just going to make it more difficult for them in the future. I mean, that's Path of Exile is re- reaching max entropy either way, but there's just too much stuff in the game. There's only, it's like, it's kind of like the problem that games like Dota had, where it's just, there's too much in the game. And its balance becomes basically impossible to a degree. But I think it's still all, uh, it's the ultimate excuse I give them, is just, you know, holding our dicks till path two, pretty much. Just, I assume everything will be kind of rectified then. Hope, hope there will be, most things will be rectified by then. Are you a fan of the, uh, Labyrinth? Do you want to change? No, I mean, oh, just in I, general, like for PoE2. I think Lab's what's fine. I just don't think we need trials. Full, I don't think we need trials full stop. Um, I think, like, the one trial you do, especially not Uber Lab trials, was that the change was fine. But I, I think we could probably just not do trials and let, let. Since, like, the thing is, since Lab is an infinite attempt location, I think the idea of having trials is kind of pointless because you're going to learn about Lab mechanics as you're progressing through it and you have infinite attempts to do so. So you could really just remove trials and be like, oh, look, there's a spike trap. I mean, that's like beyond the fact that it's just basic knowledge that a spike trap has spikes come out of it or like a billy club is going to hurt you. You you encounter it once in lab and you now you know, like if I died or to take damage from it, I, I learned something. I don't have to do it again. So I can't imagine why the lab trials exist now past just the kind I, of antiquated I, tutorial. I, in system. general, prefer... I, I really like it when there's something before the big thing that has a chance to kill me, like previews it. Just yeah, as like a game design in, thing. You're in the end game by then. You've already done the first three labs. You don't need a little babby step. Yeah, so lab fire is has hot. an argument for not doing that. But that's I, like the repercussions to dying only applies to hardcore. I think if you're doing that, but then again, you you assume that responsibility because you're playing hardcore. So I don't think you get it like a pass in that. What's you know. up, Octavian? I think the reason they exist is to be a source of offerings to the goddess. Mm-hmm. That is the like basic source of offerings to the goddess because they don't want them to just randomly come from league mechanics and not have a core. This is where they're meant yeah. to come from. But like you could replace that with instead of a trial, just a big statue of the goddess spawns in your map with a chest beneath it. And you click the yep. chest and you get an offering and that just shows up sometimes I, in your maps. I think it has to take effort. So it can't just be a click this, get an offering. It has to be a click this, do something difficult, get it. Maybe it has a price tag, like 10C or something. Like it has like a dra- random... <laughs> is Aro's version of Parandas? Yeah. Kadiro shows up and he only sells offerings. Or just like in the Spirit of the um, Labyrinth it occupies the, ra- the the map boss. You know, like there's things you could do. Like I, the, it, Either way, this doesn't change the fact that you could remove it from the, the axe progression. Like that wouldn't affect offerings. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a way that's on theme with Lab that isn't too much of an interruption to mapping um, but is you know maybe something of a challenge I like the idea you had of having the goddess possess a map boss that's kind of neat the but, doctor you know, shows up fucking big boy chonker comes in randomly like oh, shape Argus yeah Argus just fucking walks in like the great boy and just fucking <laughs> starts Wait. fucking shit up you can have a fortification-esque thing that has Argus in it yeah and then you have to fight Argus That'd to get terrifying to for sure I want I want the goddess to possess the goddess map boss <laughs> Tiny goddess on top of big goddess. Still one of the rippiest Maven encounters. Like that, that bitch is crazy in the Maven invitation compared to like this, 
the scaling for me doesn't even go crazy. Like for certain things, like like piety, miscreation piety, just oh, like yeah. is so strong. Like in yeah, like um, a mini beam. Oh yeah, oh, Starcaller from the library, the one that makes the fucking giant vortexes, like from Shaper, you cover the mm-hmm. entire map sometimes even creep daily. They get the, really, uh, they get the scariest one, the one that I've had. Okay, there's two that one of them killed me, and one of them had a really close call with. Um, the one that killed me was Tolman because he blows up boss DD, yeah, yeah. and he does it uh, without a DD animation. You know how there's like a flashing before the explosion with things like Malagaro's corpse explosions and stuff? No, Tolman's just like, fuck you, you stood on a corpse, die. And it is it is death. I had like 9k effective HP on that build and fortify and shit. Gone, doesn't matter. He's um, kind of girl kid been spooky though, yeah. And the other one, I think his name is Wode, Mockery of Man. He's in Defiled uh, Cathedral. It's the big blood oh, sky so lasers. Yeah, yeah. Those things uh, are so huge, and they, yeah. they do such a nasty fizz dot. It's insane. Who's the, who's the one from the other cathedral? The one that does the dot, like unknown stacking dot. That Dgen one. Uh, the the red pillars. Is that what you mean? No, 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 no nothing. Um, maybe the red pillars. It's like look at the net map name. Principal. Yes, Crimson Township. Thank you. That one. Oh, he does. yeah. I, just, uh, I kill him once a week. Yeah, yeah, I kill him once a week. That boss works. It just it, 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 as as long as the fight's going on, just this debuff stacks ad nauseum, and then you just die eventually. I only fight that boss if I have enough damage to like three shots. Grave Troth, the spooky guy from Grave Troth, has a lot of fucking chaos damage out of nowhere. I think I keep All dying to builds. Residence Boss. Which is it? Residence? That's just a lightning trapper guy, and he, he eats yeah. out lightning traps, <laughs> yeah. and they're invulnerable. Traps. And I'm playing like an auto bomber, which is just constantly targeting the traps on the floor instead of the boss, and the fight goes for like 45 minutes. Will be even harder because now all traps have two minutes of iframes, pretty much. Great! Oh, it's a very, fuck. very, 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 very nice change. I mean, uh, it's good. Yeah, for that one was way too impactful. I wouldn't even say it was impact. It was just required. Like that's the thing that sucks. What were you saying, Octavian? If you want to do like an inquis trapper or a chieftain trapper or something, it's really nice. Yeah, yep. You know, off meta left side of tree trappers, which aren't the most popular thing for sure, but can work in some instances. Are like they fire fun? trap not chieftain or something? I've never played a trapper or a miner. Never like at all. Are they fun? Yeah, like never. Yeah, they fun. Uh, traps uh, are worst question very very good single target in softcore. Okay. Like very What's cheap, very good single target. Like literally. I threw together like a level 82 saboteur. It had uh, 4k life. It used Calm's roots. I obliterated Uber Elder with like 20 chaos budget. It, it just like explosive trap. Five million million million. I was waiting for you to say explosive trap. Explosive trap yeah, is one the of one. the highest one of the highest single target skills in the game. Mm-hmm. Has been and they they buffed it when they didn't need to, and they haven't nerfed it since. And I'm worried that they'll nerf it as soon as I play it. I think this is probably the last league they, they should they really should have nerfed it this league, but they didn't. So I mean, we'll see. I'll write it down. The and then ways never that play it was played before were nerfed by the changes to the to evasion. I think, but yes, explosive yeah, trap is supplemental damage for exsanguinate essentially, which makes it so you have. Oh, you mean size here clear with exsanguinate? Yeah, sorry, size makes what I meant. Um, yeah. Like, you have such insane clear with Deadeye Exsanguinate, and then you just, like, also just put in this four-leg trap that can, like, two-shot bosses. Yeah. Seismic is also quite, yeah. quite strong. Seismic is fun. I'm considering doing a... Uh, poison? People were playing Poison Seismic Trap. Poison Seismic I was very was, confused. 
Poison yeah. Seismic was one of the uh, more popular or more successful builds in the Gauntlet. It was uh, quite quite good, actually. It was the highest damage build in the Gauntlet, that's for sure. But it was a little squishier than some of the glasses. Two, two mil damage instead of one mil damage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm judging by the... I never actually looked at Zai's build, but judging by the DPS he was putting out, it was somewhere like the four to five million mark. Yeah, well, by how quickly he was getting through Shaper, it was, it was good. He just misstepped in. I think it was formed, and you know, it's not It'll very forgiving. It. Yeah, no. Uh, it should yeah, be the ramp up in difficulty from, the, from those, the invitations is quite, quite harsh. Really, like it's you have Shaper Gardens, Elver Gardens, which are kind of a joke, like comparatively, and then you then it just like kicks up a notch really hard with Breach Lords and Synth Maps. It's almost yeah, like they keep making content harder to like scale with the players being a bit stronger, and then they like make content. But you wouldn't out of think so. Content. Looking at the echoes drop down, you'd be like, "Oh, look, there's like you know things are in order. Maybe the order in which they're presented is like the difficulty." But you know, they're going to bring out Ma- like Uber Maven, which uses these Uber versions of the new content, and then puts them inside memories, and then do the Uber Maven using yeah. the Uber no, fragments I, of the previous. That's going to happen. Play a, play I think we're going to be. <laughs> it's going to be optional. It's going to be extra end game content now that you've mastered this previous end game, end game content. Now this, I think it's going to be a, a memory game where instead of stepping on three different parts of the arena, you have to remember what order you need to kill uber bosses in. It'll be a three by three grid, like a Rubik's cube, and you'll have to leap slam into the correct squares. You'll have to pause in the middle of the Uber Cyrus fight to beat him in a game of Scrabble. Oh fuck yeah, we're going to play Gwen. <laughs> oh, no. If they bring in a Gwen, if they bring in the Exile Con card game into the actual game, and you have to beat bosses using the cards, fuck yeah, I'll play the shit out of that. I was crap at it, but I'll do it. Like went with every NPC wager wisdom fragments or something. Oh yeah, just like uh, ultimatum. You got to like wager shit, like wagering but you can bring in your own items to wager like specifically instead of just like oh 5x and then you have to do your 5x but like that's basically what scourge is wager league bringing more wager league i'm okay with it scourge is a problem with gwent is that at some point you reach a deck that's unbeatable said the guy who tries to make unbeatable it no longer becomes like a fair chance if either player can win at some point it's just your deck is so good what do you have heard more about gwent than the witcher 3 which is just testament. It to makes the sense. That there it was a mod immediately after The Witcher Three came out, which just replaced every combat encounter with a game of Gwent. And that's that's all you need. You could beat the Griffin with Gwent. It's just become Yu-Gi-Oh dual decks. The game just shelled inside is, Witcher. That is an excellent game. Hey, uh, what are you going to call it when you scourge items? Are you going to scourge? Just seems like crangle. a hard word to say. You're just going to call it crangling. Yeah. Everyone's already One going second, at Krangler. Krangler, yeah, the Krangler. It's not the Blood Crucible. It's the Krangler. Because Scourge sounds too much like Scour, and you're not doing that. Scourge is such a it's hard to say. A very extra syllable. How many syllables is it? One. It's one syllable, Scourge. but it's like you know, it's so con. That's so really convoluted. Say too much. Effort. Goddamn uppity syllable. Scourge? Too? Trying to get us to pronounce so many different consonants and shit. Liberation from the goddamn syllable. This is like rue. The word rue. Not like rue the day, but like the, it's, it's like cooking. Yeah. The R-I-O-U-X rue. Tango yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's my one. My one. It's well, like that this one is too many to letters. Do. You can blame French for that one. Yeah, the 
Scourge might have some French root, but I doubt it. I can look up the etymology of Scourge yeah, if we want the, the podcast right to go in that now. direction. Do it. Yeah, fuck it. Etymology I'm of gonna look Scourge. For a thing while you do. Oh, there it is. Uh, Latin, Old French. Hey. Escolier. Okay. I butchered that. But What the fuck? Sorry, I'm breaking shit. I looked up entomology and all I get is bugs. I think my computer's broken. Not entomology. That's, that's entomology. This is etymology. You might be thinking of Lord of the Rings as entomology well. Entomology and I just see a bunch of trees talking. Yeah, I'm just seeing a bunch of trees. <laughs> Non-stop. It would be very difficult to make up a word that means the study of the language of tree people. Apparently, uh, the root of scourge means thoroughly whip. Nice. What do you uh back to scourge? What uh, like what do you think all the uh, icons mean in the skill things? Since that's something we know practically half about. Icons in totally the skill guess. things. Yeah, icon in the skill tree. Like I've already like seen the people be. Yeah, like the uh, the scourge skill tree that you unlock. Like one of them oh. is fusing, and oh, one those. of them is jewelers. I already I saw someone. I have them all unlocked anyway. I'm yeah, I know. There's one that looks slightly like a map. There's so we've seen a couple of them. There's one that enables you to scourge a second item or mm-hmm. crangle. Pardon, we just went over this. And there's okay. one that enables you to crangle unique items. There's one that enables you to crangle maps. There's one that gives you faster crangle speed with jewelry. What? Oh, wait, what? Oh, right. There's how much that crangle you, to you need? Ignore big ass I was like, the animation probably isn't that fast. I don't know why you need. Like... No, nothing. Yeah, that's <laughs> my brain. Sorry. A smaller number of kills. <laughs> Dude, if there was, like, a speed which you could fuse something, like a limit, and then you had to unlock, like, skills to make it faster... Oh, rebinding your middle mouth, Uh, Just rebind middle mouth, that's what I do. Anyway, there's a skill that looks entire... There's a node that definitely looks like the one you get when you want to do maps. It just looks like a map. And I saw a person go, I bet you that's you can crangle fossils. I'm like, I think you're a fucking idiot, because why the fuck would you be able to crangle a currency? Anyway, that's my one derailment. Also, this one looks like a blessed door for some reason. I want to bless my item. Like, there's some of these, like, sure. There's the one that adds modifiers to your... My, my Finish your sentences, you dumb fuck. My logic was, why the fuck would I want to add more modifiers to my items? But then I was like, oh, wait, scourging corrupts them, so why would I not want to put something that's... Anyway, yeah. Moral of the story is, why the fuck would I want to bless items if I'm scourging uniques and they're already good? Wait. Yeah. If it occupies the same slot in the implicit, you wouldn't want to because it's just a waste of currency, I guess is what you're saying? I just mean like... If it occupies an additional (laughs) spot, then it's different, but it's occupying the same space, there's no point to touch it. Okay, I have one more question that's unrelated, but it's still Scourge. They said you can Scourge maps up to ten times, right? And there's a chance when you Scourge a map to keep the previous Scourge and add a new modifier, right? Does that mean once you've got two, like, two sets of Scourge on a map, which will be, like, four mods, the next time you Scourge it, it's either you'll keep what you've got or you'll add, you'll roll over your four mods with then two mods because you'll hit a down, if that makes sense? I guess like, you'll go from, if it's a 50-50 chance to get rid of everything that you've already done, I feel like becomes mathematically prohibitive to go above like six mods yeah like they the way it was worded was you have a chance of adding mods or you have a chance of scourging it for two mods so does that mean you could get six mods and then you'll hit one that's like oh i'm sorry you're back to two i think so 
Yeah. God, it's like going to be a kick in the nuts. Yeah, so my advice is never go above six. And, I mean, it's going to be really difficult to do ones with more mods than that anyways. Like, looking yeah, over like, some of the ones that you get, it's like you, players you know have minus 60 to fizz mitigation while in, in Nightmare. You know, I monsters with- in Nightmare deal 120% more damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if, if it's a 50-50 chance to brick it when you crangle it, uh, so getting 10 crangles in a row and always adding more mods, that would be 0.5 to the 10th power, which is a point... 1 million. 10 million. 0.1% chance. So 10 million? it's not like mirror rare to get a 10 mod map, but it definitely shouldn't be attempted. Unless you're, I assume it's just a 50 50 chance to lose a mod or gain a mod. I think that's just what it's going to be. Like, once you initially crangle it going forward, you either gain a, a crangled mod or you lose a crangled mod. Like, that's probably going to be it. Because I assume they want it to be accessible to have a mod that has effectively eight affixes and eight crangled implicits. That's like I want the, the map to not be able to be read on Uh-oh. the screen because it overflows off the screen. That, that was Expedition. I mean, <laughs> that happened many times in Expedition. Ball cold snap. I don't even think you need to push that far to get to that point. Because, yeah, you can have an eight mod map that has, like, a bunch of delirium orbs on it, and those are each individually listed, and then, mm-hmm. the, like, eight crangled uh, uh, mods or whatever. And then it also Crangled. says corrupted at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then also at the bottom it says scourged level 10. Hey, you and know then- how like in Windows, if you grab a window and you shake it left and right, it minimizes everything to the desktop? Sure. Yeah, I just broke everything. Anyway, we're now a JPEG instead of a video. How's it going? What were, you see the, uh, they, what were we talking they about? They redirected all the I've always crafting recipes that is true. onto base maps now. Which is nice. So no more incursion, delve, all prophecy for getting crafting. Uh, yeah, yeah, like all the ones that were behind incursion, delve. It's like the fusing jeweler socket stuff. All I'm the a fan of that because recipes. I never did the content and I needed those recipes. What I'm, I mean, the principle, I guess, behind it for because like Pale Court does no longer has recipe. I mean that we know they're removing prophecy in some way, shape, or form. But I assume we're going to retain the uniques and another way, shape, or form, but I hope that they don't, like, start trimming stuff off of Incursion or Delve. I don't think they would, because they just buffed, like, redid Delve partially, but uh, I get a little bit a little bit spooky when they start start touching stuff. I don't want to lose my stuff that I've been doing for a while. You know? It's like a, like a, this not is a an end to... Things. There's usually on Reddit, like, hey, I found the six-link recipe, I'm gonna sit here and hold the instance open for four hours, and everyone on Reddit can go grab it. Sure. Yeah, won't need to do that anymore. Hope that's the case. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not like I'm definitely uh, a, aligned with. I'd like them to kind of like cut the chaff when it comes to the leagues, but I also like tightrope to walk to retain the like memory of their existence. Like we just lost Parandus in its entirety. It feels like the only thing we retained is the uniques themselves. But you wouldn't really know they're from Parandus unless you played during Parandus. So I, I wonder if there's any way we're going to, like, have going forward some references or Paranus outside of it. Like, the mechanic won't really exist anymore, I guess, going forward. Mm-hmm. Yanis exists. He's got the last name Parandus. Is yeah, that it, though? Yeah, what does he do now? Because he can't spawn Kadiro. 
Rank of Brandis exists, the unique chest. Does it say uh, in the patch notes? Giannis. Ivory Temple map? Yep. You just get the, not the, the area and it's just an empty cage with a bit of I powder. Actually, actually did Ivory Temple rotate out with the maps? So if that was rotated uh, out, that means uh, it's just maybe. like all Paranasis couldn't... The Ivory smear. Temple map boss has been replaced. <laughs> See? Oh my god. It's the beginning of the end. It's so I mean, weird that they specifically designed like certain maps or certain div cards to drop from like certain areas because of very specific lore and divination card reasons. And it's like, those maps are gone. Okay, we'll just yeet this into here, yeet this into here. At least they told everyone where it was all going because they t- don't typically do that for like divination a little strange. card stuff. Yeah, I mean, I had a div card that was locked behind a specific map that I've made. And I don't know if I, I didn't even check if that map's even around anymore. It was Colonnade, but like. What, what's the div card? Merciless Armaments. It's a piece of shit now, but at the time it was great. I don't even think it's mentioned. <laughs> I don't think so. They, they just Armaments. deleted it. I drew it. I wrote the flavor text. It was all from scratch. There's... It's gone now. It says many div yeah, cards. You, you don't put into the, the many, many section. Yeah. Is that? Oh. oh. Yeah, that's fair. Hey man, you said three hours and it's literally like a minute left. This is pretty good timing on that. You can just say it. Like, you don't have to DM oh, me. This, okay. this, this is a shit show. You should just be relaxed here. You don't have to. I, I don't know. I'm trying to be polite. Yeah, Fuck, man. Trying not to play. impact. Fuck the professionalism. Discussion. Say whatever you want. Who cares? The whole point of it not being streamed is so I can edit it out. So just be your oh. usual racist self and it's fine. Oh, um, <laughs> Okay, um, we're. Excuse me. I have a few problems here. The goddamn um, Karui. <laughs> All their, I, their tattoos. Bloody Kaduka. I do have to actually go soon, though. That's nice. That's legit. That's fine. Fair enough, um, But it has been great being on the podcast. I really appreciate being invited, guys. Yeah, sorry um, last time for inviting you with, like, 30 minutes to spare. Like, three months ago. Okay. I just thought it would be fun. Oh, yeah. At the beginning of the podcast, Jim is like, I'm doing this because no one ever invites me to their podcast. No one invites yeah. me to their podcast either. That's why these these two fuckers, they just, like, don't know how to say no, to me at least. Mm-hmm. Lady, and, Lady and Yosis. Yeah. I'm sorry, Yosis, as well. I know you typically accept this only so you can work on your build in Path of Building, and Path of Building isn't updated, so what the fuck have you yeah, been doing? Yeah, I totally would have done it if the tree data was available. I would have been on Path of Building the whole time. Instead, he's stealing cakes. Can't anyway, assuming you want to, assuming uh, it's okay for Octavian, assuming assuming Octavian wants to end yep. the podcast now. Yeah, as I long, hate you. I'm, I'm okay to end it as long as you want to. As long as the, <laughs> I like, would, I would like to end this and never have it happen ever again. Three months from now, you'll be crawling back. I'm just kidding. You're, you're so <laughs> bi- there's so many podcasts. Like there's more podcasts than there are community makers at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, content creators. Up there. Ah, there's, there's like sub 10 I think to be honest there's the like barrier. 30 there has to be there's tons Maybe. I've seen last week, like 5 week. or 6 on the front page Yeah, I don't advertise this so whoever finds it I'm sorry um, <laughs> you're apologizing for making the podcast <laughs> and now that you've gotten to now that they've gotten to the three-hour mark, uh, this podcast is also available anywhere else you can find it. So thank you, and uh, share it with your friends if you want. I don't give a shit. Shout yourself I'm- out, Octavian. I don't, I don't think you need to, because, like, you're the most famous one here. Except Yosis, maybe. I don't know. 
do it though. I I, I feel like Octavian gets more viewers than me. I don't stream very often. Do 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 you plugs? I, you know you want to. I don't know. Um, I am on twitch.tv slash Octavian zero. That is a zero, not an O. Uh, you can find me there. And Octavian miss- isn't spelled weird. I no, had it on it's, screen for a bit. It's spelled the normal the classical way. spelling. The Jimmy, classical spelling question. of the classical word Octavian? And that's where his name came from, you know? Where'd your name come from? That's the question everyone always asks for everything. There was a book that I read as a kid whose main character was named Octavian Nothing, hence Octavian Zero. See? I liked that's a much more yeah. interesting story than mine. That's I feel like yours is still shit. better than mine. Yeah, better than mine. Good job. 10 out of 10. Hey, why'd you start playing? Why'd you start streaming? This is supposed to be ending. Why'd you start streaming, Octavian? How'd you get into this gig? Um, I've always really liked video games. And when I was like 18 or 19, I forget exactly. I'm horrible at remembering time frames. I got Lyme's disease and it wrecked my knees and I couldn't walk for more than a year. So this is what I started doing. Not specifically streaming Path of Exile. At the time it was League of Legends, but you know, I got into casting, commentating gaming and streaming gaming as a result of not being able to do a lot else. You still have no knees, right? <laughs> I, they, yep. They're gone. They yep. had to. We they had to see below his torso. They have to shoot them into space for the safety of the country. Fucking picks, man. Lady's going to ask every person from this point on if they've got needs, and eventually we're going to hit someone that actually doesn't, and it's going to be really awkward. There are some people who don't. Yes. Does it yeah, does it make you know. cringe if I tell you that I got bit by like hundred and twenty ticks a couple of months ago? Well, where you're from, I don't think they carry limes. Yeah. No. What? <laughs> I love uh, I'm my brain pictured literal limes. I'm, my brain. I'm sorry, Lyme's disease. <laughs> I got it. Oh, yeah, don't carry the fruit. That makes um, sense as well. That would be terrifying. I would hope so. Ticks big enough to carry literal limes. Yeah, a fucking huge. I, I must. I must go and. See ya. Octavian. Thanks for being on. Those things. Cold pizza's great. Bye. Yeah, love you guys. Bye. Thank you. You busy being. Now what? Damn. I'll talk shit about him. Yeah, fuck yeah, that guy. How dare he leave? He's got eyes, pussy. How dare he have <laughs> two working knees, unlike the rest of us? Yeah. I'm sitting on one and a half. Weak immune system can't fight off the The average six. person has an above average number of knees. It's true. That is pretty sad. That with that, what? I get it, but no, that doesn't mean no. It's an above average. You can't say of that because that, that they're not the average person. Then you dick. The majority no, has the above average number of knees. Okay, but if you take yeah, fuck uh, you. If you if you assign a number to every single person, that is the number of knees that they have, and then divide that by seven billion. Getting dangerously close to the Holocaust. What? Okay, I was wondering. I was wondering at what point I should cut this off in the edit. I've just figured it out. Thank you, Lighty. Yep. So uh, there close. I go. I am excellent at ending conversations. <laughs> Appreciate it. Okay. Numbering people. Oh boy. Oh, I get it. That makes more sense. Fuck Did it. you not get it when he says signing people numbers? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh I didn't get God. the Holocaust joke. Thank you for explaining it. Let me guess, Jim. You were just following orders. This is like how is I'd it like to say that I didn't get my own joke that Lighty inferred. So how is it that you and I even got to this point, Lighty? Like we're, do- we're doing good things. We're doing charity, and you're like Holocaust joke. <laughs> okay, no, yeah, but that's also great. like there's never a more appropriate time. So, I don't know. Make a Holocaust. I have joke. not been banned. 
Yet? Maybe. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna end, um, I suppose we'd call it here. Uh, end him a smiley face. Rude impression? What? <laughs> I don't He's like, guys, all. I gotta go. He's, I don't want to be rude. I'm so glad he's he just like, trying his best to be polite. His schedule was uh like all over the place, and I'm like, why? And he's like, oh, I think I have two baited. No, uh, what, what's what's Taki's circle jerk called? Bay class, two bay classes in a row that he's recording for some reason tomorrow on the day what? after. Why? I don't, know. I don't know. Special guests, privilege. I don't know. This is the only after you crangled our schedule. This is the only day I can really do this. Also, oh hell yeah! I Sorry about podcast that. Another one day after that. It was all over the place, but yeah. Yeah. Availability, one week left. Everyone's just trying to burn time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I won't hold just assuming you have other things to do. I'm just going to go walk aimlessly around the yard. See, see you later. Oh, actually, fuck. Oh, I'm going to have to actually edit this. Hey, do you want to plug yourself? Or do you not care? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, how about you, Yosis? I'll link you anyway. You know, the usual. You know, for the fucking... Yeah. 20% of 2,000 that get to this point. Odds are when you're now. watching this, I'm not streaming, so... Mm. Yeah. That's fair. And I'll almost guarantee to be streaming. Yes. <laughs> that's why... That's, yeah, yep. that's so it. go to Lady, not me. Boom. Nice. I streamed 70 hours last week. Damn. That was a much. That was too much. I'm gonna do math on too how many, many hours. Days I was doing 9-hour pass streams and 5-hour RuneScape streams at night. Too much. At least you're enjoying it. Yeah, I've just been sleeping two hours a night, though. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So I my, uh, four hours my digits are fading. Night. Yeah. How old are you? Or at some point, you're fingy. Me? Hurt. Yeah. Like, like, corporeally or, like, spiritually? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Physically, I'm 30. Oh, that's not bad. Mentally? Emotionally, though? Oh, I'm, mentally. Oh, right. Yeah, there's, like, four different ones, isn't there? Mentally, like that, I'm like that old guy in fucking Squid Game. That's me, pretty much. Mental? Um, spiritually? How, how old do you feel? Oh, like easy 60, 70, yeah. I don't think I'll ever get a serious answer out of you, but okay. I made soup twice this week. That's like an old person thing. That is true. Nothing wrong with soup. Yeah, it was a big batch, big batch of soup. Made more soup today. Make also. a whole bunch at once. Is that why you asked if I made soup? Just, I didn't remember asking that, to be honest. Oh, it was slop. Slop on the mind. Yeah. That's in the <laughs> chat. You can scroll up. <laughs> you still eating slop? Define slop. slop. Blended chicken tendies. Half yep. slop. What does that mean? It's half know. blended chicken tendies and half something else? Chicken pie. I didn't need it, technically. I gotta go reheat like a, like a chicken, Like a chicken pot pie? Yeah. It's cheesy chicken, you- whatever that means. What? It's got this, like, isn't, this isn't homemade? It's just like pre-bought? It's got liquid cheese in it, and it, I had one oh, already, and it scalded the oh, top of my mouth. That is not what I was hoping you... I Such disappointment. It's, when I just what? Went it's basically a hot pocket. It's a hot pocket, bro. It's, it's a fucking hot pocket. It's a traveler's pie. It's just a brick of meat in a, in a pastry. No, that is a, a Philly cheesesteak hot pocket from a gas station. No complaints. I'll still eat it. Enjoy your, At least your it's cardboard. bigger than a hot pocket. I will probably uh, eat it into the... Do you want more Hot Pocket? I mean... <laughs> I'll eat it into the garden and have some curry. If the only thing see. you eat is a single Hot Pocket, that's not enough food. I... Not only are you eating not good food, but you're not what? eating enough, Bones. enough as you As you know, Nothing. if you eat one Hot Pocket, half your mouth has already been scalded, so it's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Because half a Hot Pocket a hot is pocket a thousand degrees food. Kelvin, and the other half is Arctic frozen. I, I just don't eat much because I'm skinny, and I'm skinny because I don't eat much. 
It's like reverse fat bastard. It's like reverse you. No offense. Damn. Literally gonna fucking gonna go grab a rope. How is it okay for people to go, oh, you skinny... Pe-? Actually, I brought... What the fuck was... How... People constantly just think it's okay to call you super skinny, but at the same time, they think it's bad to call people fat. You know? Yeah, because you're, cause you're a big meanie. Well, uh, uh, hey, my rib- oh, I'm sorry, my rib is showing. Your rib is showing? Yeah, my rib. Sorry, my, my one rib. Yeah. Fucking end it. I'm out of here. Bye. I'm going to dinner. Be back later. I'm not. I'm going to be back. Be back later. See you in three months. See ya. <laughs> See you in three months. <laughs> you know, I was going to edit out that uh, Holocaust joke, but fuck it. You know, less editing, although this is still editing, adding in an ending and a beginning and buffing the audio. Did you like the audio? The audio uh, was definitely louder for me. I assume people can just turn it down and it sounds good. Man, I hope I remember to do that again in three months, assuming I do another one of these in three months. Four four episodes a year? That's that's pretty good. Maybe five, depending on when leagues roll around. I might do a four and a half episode in a couple months, bef- like halfway through the next league, so keep an eye out for that, I, I guess. Um, if you're watching this, like... While the league's going, like 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 a league start, why aren't you just watching a stream or something? But if you're watching it before the league came out, um, if you're gonna like time, if, oh man, if you're gonna link to anything in the comments and be like replying back to something that we said at the two hour thirty seven minute mark, can you fucking timestamp it? Because I, I have no idea what the fuck I said, let alone what someone else said, let alone like this. There's, there's no conversation here without context. Thanks for watching. Check out everyone else's links and stuff in the description. (sighs) I'll see you in the next one.